Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who, in the name of charity and goodwill, shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How's it going, man? I'm fantastic. How about yourself? I've never been better. Good. Glad to hear it. Snowcone? Good. Good. Everyone's good. Great. Dandy. Mm -hmm. Excellent. What's going on? Nothing, really. Nothing? I know you coached football last night. How was that? I did. Everything's good. How's the team looking? Everything's good? I think we'll be all right. I know we don't need to We won our first game. Behind the scenes with injury reports. Yeah. 34 nothing. You guys are feeling confident after that win. Yeah, that... Boost your coordinator that I, me and my buddy are pitching a shutout. You guys got a good coach, right? We do. Are you okay? You're not the head coach. I am not. Your defensive coordinator. Yeah. Well, I'm an assistant defensive coordinator. I coach oh. the D line and the inside linebackers. And your son's a linebacker. He is right. Okay. But he wasn't going to be when we started. That's why I picked it, and then he just ended up moving there mm. last year. Oh, you picked it because he wasn't. Yeah, supposed I didn't want to coach him, you know, right. directly. But of course, so it just worked out that way. Speaking of football, well, today's Wednesday, so tomorrow starts week two, right? Yeah. So yeah. that begins all Who the predictions. Uh, let me pull up the schedule here. But did Man, you Thursday see Thursday night football last season sucked? It was never a good game. Well, they kind of buried the, the Thursday night games. Are the games that, generally speaking, it seems God, like they're, they're not the huge. Don't they flex Sometimes, some of those yeah. games even to Thursday if it's like a team that they well, thought they, was going to be good? There's also just like Thursday. on Amazon. I guess yeah. they can't flex a Thursday, and so then maybe. You know, my thought is that Amazon doesn't pay as much as the other. I don't think it's networks, as expensive, right? So okay. maybe they get they don't that. give them the grade A games because okay. the guys who pay more they get the grade A games. That's I feel like Monday and Thursday last season was just always a garbage. But I could game. be wrong about that about Thursday night games. That could be on a major network. It was fun. obviously this week. Well, yeah. I'm looking at this. This is okay. Yeah. September I mean, it was 2023. A great game, Thursday. A Thursday night football. It was a great game, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah he said, I like like to go back and watch God, it sometimes. Just the I end. Said it, as soon as I said it. <laughs> Such a great matchup. I mean, all you know summer what? long. It was a great game. All summer long, guys are like, why are they playing Detroit? Why are they playing Detroit? No one said that. Oh, yeah. Yes, they did. No one said that. The guy across the hall did, and then he even stopped people coming in the building and said, hey, what do you think about Detroit playing Kansas City the first game? And they were like, well, you know, why Detroit? Why not the Bengals or the Bills? Everybody was saying that to me. Well, Everyone. 
they, but it ended up being a toss-up in yeah, Vegas right I, before I the game. They were giving game. Lions uh, uh, yeah. all they gave the Chiefs for. As I field said, people who know football, not Chiefs fans, oh, they understood God. the significance of this okay. game. Okay, who's playing tomorrow? Uh, Vikings at Eagles. So That's a good game. It's our guy. Yeah, it's our guy. Kirk Cousinator. Yeah, Kirk. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk, he's You know man. his friends call him the Cousinator. That's the I kind don't. of friends he has. I don't. I don't yeah, well, that makes well, sense, yes. I don't think I, so, But I don't, I don't know that they say that. Yeah, I don't think so, Tim. is probably <laughs> a little more apt. But speaking of quarterbacks. Didn't they lose the first week? Who? The Vikings? Don't remember. I was just wondering who was going to know the answer to that. I feel like that. they did. I feel Come like on, they did, let's too. Look, let's see. Um, but did you hear, while I look this up, uh, did you hear the news out of New York? You know, the Jets, obviously, no. Aaron Rodgers had a, mm-hmm. a, a, um, a brief season with the Jets, unfortunately. Who? Feel bad for him. Aaron Rodgers. Feel bad for him, right? No. Oh, okay. Well, so you've already forgotten. They, they drafted this guy. He's a little bit older. Um, but, you know, still should have had some playing years he under him. But somewhere else, too. Maybe it's just because I'm comparing him to Brady or something. I don't know. But it seemed like he could have a couple of good years left, maybe. Mm-hmm. And they did a, a like a docu-series mm-hmm. about him on ah, that cable channel. not gone to all those peyote things in the desert and started yeah, taking TB12. Should have stretched. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe that would have helped. And I feel bad about that, too, because I'm much more in the camp of Aaron Rodgers of Ben Roethlisberger of like, let's take some peyote, drink some booze, and go out there and sling that of course, football. Of course. And I get it. You know, Ben Roethlisberger last year's final year did not look good, but he played great for a long time drinking too much beer. And then, you know, as they get older, you're like, yeah, boy, but you didn't really get to the TB12 stuff. Yeah. You know and what I mean? you start to go, you're not as old as I thought you were Mm-mm. at some point, you know? Right. So, the, yeah, the Vikings did come on, man, the in his prime, I know people hate Roethlisberger for all the allegations and everything. He was a But slayer. in his prime with that, it looked like a beer belly running around, knocking people over, slinging that ball down like the an field. an old-timey like baseball tackle. player. Yeah, you know, he was like the, that old quarterback that you like, the Mickey Mantle of football, Exactly, man. just one of those old-time baseball players. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, they don't do that anymore. you get, you got to be a <laughs> little more athletic and than you that, know, he, he was like the last one that I could think of. There's nobody like him anymore. In the NFL? Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, in baseball you have him, but... Yeah, because in baseball, I was going to say, I still see him in baseball oh, yeah, quite yeah. a bit. But yeah, in the NFL, I don't know. I don't have to think about that. I mean, that. certainly quarterbacks. He, he's the ultimate I mean, example. All just yeah. in shape. And, oh, and they're all doing the, I'm not saying he wasn't in shape. He was in better shape than any no, of but us. They're but they're doing the serious workout. He was like, I could see that guy, you know, if anybody's done a football practice before, I could see Ben Roethlisberger being the one who stops doing push ups when the mm-hmm. coach turns his back. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, yeah, no. Right. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. Done with that. Right. Oh, I watched that uh, quarterback show on, on Netflix. You know, Mahomes was talking about Brady and how mm-hmm. great he was, you know, and, and how long he was able to play, and he wanted to figure out what, you know, what he needed to do to be able to have a long right. career. You watch those workouts, and I thought to myself, honestly, when that guy shows up, there's knowing me, and he's like, here's what we're going to do today. I think there's a very good chance that I start to go, all right, I already played a couple years. I, could, they, I was pretty good my first couple years. Mm-hmm. I could just say that I'm worried about CT or something, be out of it. I'd probably get a TV job. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I'm just gonna. I just think I'm just gonna set this one out, and I would probably uh-huh. just stop the workouts and be yeah. like, "We'll see how long I play," because yeah. I already feel like if I stop today, I could still have a decent life. So I'll just uh-huh. play as long That's as I can. I'm not doing the workout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like Roethlisberger had a little bit of that, a little bit more yeah. than most of these other guys who are determined to be yeah. the best of the best and be the healthiest and everything at all times. He was just. Right. He was naturally gifted, I think. Yeah, he was. And he was a they big. Got guy him pretty far. And, yeah, got him pretty damn far. So yeah, the Vikings Hall lost fame, to uh, for the sure. Bucks. Yeah. Uh, Vikings lost to the Bucks. Yeah, they lost to the Bucks, uh, twenty seventeen. So, but the big news, the big quarterback news. Ah, uh, you know what? That, just because you said that, Baker Mayfield's got a little bit of that in him. 
Yeah. He's not as good as yeah. Roethlisberger is, but he's got a little bit of that in him. Yeah. yeah I he guess doesn't he's... show up out in those commercials looking like Lamar Jackson. No, and, I still think he was kind of young, I guess. So I, don't, yeah. I get what you're saying for sure. Roethlisberger was a... A better example, probably, right. but, but it could, you Baker know, got, got a little. I don't bit of think that. Mayfield's leading the sprints. No, and then mm-hmm. Johnny Manziel had too much of it. <laughs> yes, yeah, too way too it. much, yeah. and it never, never worked right. at all. So the Jets need a quarterback, right? Because yeah. Aaron's yeah. out. So for they're the season. bringing in Manziel. Tell me they're bringing in Johnny Manziel. I'll give you some clues here. Now, these are just reports. These are rumors. But okay. the Jets have already reached out to a two-time Super Bowl champion quarterback. Okay, you guys. Definitely know this quarterback. Lazlo has probably known this quarterback Stafford? A, long, a long, long time. They're trying to get a trade for Stafford? I'll tell you this. They're looking to add That's what a Nick veteran. Was talking about. They looking, were talking about them trading for Stafford? Were, I think Nick was saying they should. Well, I know, like, you know, the Rams were kind of trying to trade him and nobody wanted him. Well, he's not two-time, though. This yeah. is the no. Jets are looking no. to add a veteran quarterback veteran. now that Aaron Rodgers is out for the season with his torn Achilles. Uh, they reached out to this two-time former Super Bowl champion. Eli Manning. But it might not be who you're thinking. Eli Manning would be good. How old is he now? I don't know. I he looks young enough. I just feel like, you can still play, right? And maybe just because I see him next to his brother. So I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a little younger He doesn't guy. really look that mm-hmm. old. Yeah, I feel like he could still play. Uh, no, this is someone that's very near and dear to our hearts. Chad Henney. Mm. Imagine getting that phone call, right? They're like, hey. Aaron Rodgers just tore his uh, Achilles. We know you were tired, but, uh, you know, do you want to come back and and play football? Yes. Yes, I want to come back back and play football. Uh, What an amazing career. The drum when they opened it. Oh, and when he did that uh, thank you video that he posted to Kansas City, he's just so awesome. I mean, you think about it. He came in clutch. He did. He had to have that 95 yard drive or whatever it was, right? That was huge. He did it a few times. Yeah, he's clutch, man. And you just look at a career like that. Now, he was a Michigan guy, wasn't he, Lazlo? Yeah. So, you know, you're good in college. Obviously, you're good in I college. I think maybe he has NFL. like a record of like the only quarterback to start all four years. Oh, really? But he was there. Okay. Yeah, he some sort of Wow. Okay. So, you're, you're really good in college. You get to the NFL. And you get to the NFL and, you know, you struggle. I don't remember. Did he start in like San Diego? I don't remember his career. I have no arc. idea. Dolphins. He got drafted by, was it the Dolphins? Dolphins, Jags. Oh, the Jags is who I'm thinking of. The Jags. Jags. I was thinking the Jags drafted him. And then Casey. Did the Jags draft him? The Dolphins. The Dolphins did. I really thought it was the Jags. Anyway, you have this career. It's not really going to play, but you play as a backup. You continue to move around, and you're in the NFL for a long time. And not only are you in the NFL for a long time, you end up ending your career backing up the greatest, most talked about quarterback currently in the NFL. Right. And possibly not only that, but you play well. But you play well. Like they bring you in, and you are like, when we need you. Without you, they don't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, we need right? him. Like, you yeah. need him, and he comes in him. and does yeah, it. When was that 96-yard drive? I was at the that game, guy, wasn't His I? rings are not just, you know. Right, they're uh, not just you didn't play. You're exactly. A no. You had to he come in a couple in times. Clutch. They needed your help, and you got the job done. Clutch. And I, wasn't it the, was it just the year before? There was a while. Didn't he have to start a couple games when uh, Mahomes was out? I thought mm. Mahomes was out for a game or two, wasn't he? Well, right. that might have been Mike Moore. Matt Moore. Mike was. Mike Moore. Uh, I thought for some reason that Chad had come in and play and started. There was a sure game or two I remember Mahomes tweeting under Mahomes. before the game like anything is possible or any given Sunday. Yeah, that definitely happened after those big but appearances. I remember he did it before a game that he started. And someone on Twitch will know what that ninety-five yard drive was. That, that ninety-five yard drive. I just remember being like, in twenty twenty, he started a game. In what? For the Chiefs. 2020. Okay. 2020. Maybe okay. they were, were they resting Mahomes? He, he like, could be. Week 17 or and something. And then 
Let's I see. Thought he, I thought they sat him out a game for an he injury. He played at some one point. game. Like a sprain. He played one game cool? in 2018, three games in 2020, four games in 2021, and three games in 2022. Wow. Okay. So are they, are they including preseason there or no? No. That, that seems like a, right that's now. more than I would have guessed, actually. Yeah. So he played quite a few times. What I don't remember, I don't remember a moment, and someone could absolutely. Tell me that I'm wrong, and I believe you. But I don't remember a moment where they needed him in this clutch situation. He came in and just threw interceptions, right, and no. lost the game. No. I don't remember that. He, him mean, having he to walk off the field with that. giant plays. He had these big plays, plays. And that one, I think the most impressive to me has to be that, that drive all the way down yeah. the field. And I don't even and remember now why, why Mahomes was out. Well, 2022. Yeah, that, and, that run was great. Yeah, that's it. In 2022... He played in one game in the postseason. He went five for seven. Um, Wasn't there a game where five it was for like seven and had a quarterback rating of one hundred and fourteen point nine? Nice. There was a, a, a game at some point where I feel like it was fourth and one, something like that. They go for it, and you're thinking they're going to run the ball, and then he decided not to or something. Do you remember what I'm talking about? They end up passing it, and it could have been third. I'm not sure. I just third know and short. He came in. But I remember those things kind of standing out, those moments. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they just did that. And on top of that, it worked. And I forgot about the run until you brought yeah, it up. Yeah, the run when he stayed in bounds. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I can't – someone will tell me again what that deal was. But then he when he did his whole – He got lit up. And he knew he absolutely, would, but he got the first. Absolutely. Man, but the fans love loved him. Of course, it helps that you're playing under Mahomes, and they're having a great – Time that, being the, 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 the team of Mahomes, they did because I mean, he, it was a great way to end have. your career. He was great, and I don't know what I actually read it at times what he was getting paid. I think when he retired, there were articles about what the Chiefs were paying him as a backup because I always thought whenever you see these backup mm-hmm. anything, backup quarterbacks, the third string backup, right? Yeah, what are you getting paid? The backup kicker, if you have one, things like that. Like, what are these people getting getting paid? And I always thought, man, what a great way. You're not going to get. As rich as the no, stars. But you're going to have a comfortable you're life. Gonna be wealthy. Yeah, you're you're going to be wealthy because you still get paid real well. Mm-hmm. On January 21st, 2023, Henry replaced an injured Patrick Mahomes and led a team playoff record 98 yard touchdown 98 drive. yards, sorry. In the AFC divisional round victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes, against the Jags. Yeah. His he played his for his that was the big That was the thing. Right. And it was 98 yards. I said 95. Man, My apologies. What a legend. You think yeah. he'll go to New York? I don't know. That's my question to you guys. Is if money, you were in his position, yeah, but he might have to play. Remember, if you're like thinking, I don't want to get injured severely or whatever. If, or maybe you promised your wife you'd be done playing football after this. You, know, you, you managed to play this many years and yeah. as a backup. You didn't have to worry too terribly much about injury. Getting lit up during that run really scared the whole family. You Man, know, whatever it money. is. Do you go back? Well, did the Chiefs say that they were done with him? Well, no, I thought he retired, 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 right? Retired. Yeah, I mean, it's not, retired. it's not like they go and have a conversation. But like, hey, do you I'm want to retire? He only had a one-year contract. Mm. Okay. So he's free to go. So, so is it possible, all I'm asking is that the team was like, hey, we're probably not going to renew your contract, so why don't you retire publicly so that we don't have to let you go? Does that sort of thing happen in football? I don't, no. I don't know. I mean, but, yeah, but I don't think they would have. I, I think if Henny said, yeah, I, I mean, want to play another year, I think they'd say, fine. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, but so, he was so he didn't great. slow down I don't, I don't at all. So it was up to him. So my question would be, if you decided you don't want to play under Mahomes anymore and you're done, then what would bring you to New York? Maybe you just you could regret to the start. decision a little bit. No, I don't think they want him to start. Do they? I'm assuming they want him to back this, well, I mean, this other guy up. Quarterbacks. I mean, in his mind, you know, he thinks he's the guy. Like he, right. he he's has got that. That's has it. Start, I don't think yeah. if he didn't think he could start eventually. Yeah. I'm not saying the first week, but if he didn't think I, I think I can play here. We can win a Super Bowl. 
and I'm better than this yeah. young kid. If he doesn't have that in his mind, then he's not going. I think the only way he comes okay. back is if he wants to start. He's yeah, not I'm not saying he goes backup. there to start. I'm not saying they give him the starting job, but I think he goes there thinking, well, sure. I'm going to win this I'm, starting I'm job. Start. Well, I don't think he, his last year's here he thought that. No, of course. That right. makes sense. But I think there, that's why well, he would go there, not here. Right. Okay, so that's fair. You go, hey, I, could, I, could win right. this, I could win this battle. I think I got what it takes. Right. And your family could be telling you that. Who knows? Right. It'd be interesting. And you go to New York, you know, cool city. Yeah, if he goes and plays for the Jets. To the end, well, you know, like, okay, I can go win. I can go get paid, mm-hmm. but I don't. He doesn't need the money. I wouldn't think. No, I mean, he, I read some of those contracts. They were decent, you know. You, yes, it's backup money. It's still right, real good money. Starter money. If you can get it, and right, there's that battle there. But but even if you're just getting backup money at the Jets, probably still pretty good I don't money. Think he goes to be backup. You don't. I think. He, I mean, that's I the only reason they're calling if they're like, hey. You're going to start. Well, they're not going to tell him that. that. They're not going to tell him that. I think if they tell him, you got a chance to start. Yeah, we want you to come here to back this guy up. In his mind, he thinks, I'm going to win this starting job and get starting pay. I mean, do you think that he's a better quarterback than, what's his name, Wilson? Or what the hell is that guy's name? He's damn good. So you think that he could win the job? I do. I mean, just look at what he did for the Chiefs when he played. I know, but we didn't see him play I don't think he's going to make big mistakes like that that guy did. That would be crazy if you're thinking, hey, we're looking for someone to have a battle with our, our starter now. And that Chad Henney is... And I'm not trying to talk any S on Chad, but he retired, whatever. You just think that there'd be names out there of other people that you want to bring in to have this battle. These slightly bigger names that more people are familiar with than just Chad Henney has made $24 million in That's his pretty career. Good. Pretty good, right? boy. You stayed in the league for quite a so while. He signed He's contracts every year said. with the Chiefs. His first one was $1 million. Wait. Oh, no, more than that because he's got signing bonuses, too. So his first contract with the Chiefs was a million dollar salary and a three million dollar signing bonus. Wow! Awesome. The next year was two point five. Then after that, it was one point two five with a seven hundred fifty thousand dollars signing bonus. Then one point two million, and the last year was one point two million with an eight hundred eighty thousand dollars signing bonus. So last year he made two million bucks. Awesome. But so you don't Worth think it's crazy? Price. He's made about if I add them all up, he's made nine, fourteen, fifteen, about. Forty million dollars. Nice in the league. Yeah, in the league total. Not bad. Yeah, that so he doesn't need signing the money. bonuses and any bonuses he made along the way. Yeah, so he doesn't need the money. Like in twenty twenty one, he got a fifty thousand dollar bonus, a workout bonus. Yeah, take it. I mean, he left on the the best terms possible. Absolutely, right. but Lazo's the football guy, the sports guy. I'm just curious, Lazo, if 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 you heard that. I mean, I guess now you've heard. That the Jets are looking at, at Chad Henney. If you thought that they were actually looking at him to give this Wilson kid a run for his money, to battle it out for the starting position. That doesn't surprise you that they go to the retired backup. There's no one else huh. out there that you think they Poncho looked to? it up. Thank you, Poncho, on the Twitch. If you want to join us, twitch.tv slash Churchill Laszlo. Chad Henney made $157,000 per pass attempt. There nice. you go. I've seen some of those breakdowns. Yeah. Someone did that. I think it was nice. when he retired. They broke down each play, what he got paid. Good for him. But yeah. I was just surprised to see uh, that I man. think if he thought he could win the starting job, then maybe he you know, depending on how he feels. We don't know how his body feels. He played a long yeah. time in the league. Yeah. Right. I mean, but he didn't play but he didn't a lot play of a games. Ton. Exactly. He didn't play a, a ton of games. Yeah. And, but it is also possible that his family like, we're glad you didn't get hurt. Now, don't go out there yeah, and right. throw his family. His wife may want him to stay out. You know? Right. So who are those? He was born in 85. He's 38, I think. Well, yeah, that would add up, 38. So he's, you know, he's not young. I could see it, you know, for one year. He looks good. You know, pay me what the Chiefs pay me. Give me a couple million bucks. Right. We'll see what happens. If I don't win the starting job, okay. It's a one-year deal. Yeah. And uh, But I think they'd have to tell him, you can come in and win. Yeah. Like, you can play. Yeah. 
Who else do you think those? What are the other names of those guys that you think they'd be well, looking at? I know at the Rams wanted to trade Stafford. Okay, mm-hmm. so Stafford. And they was wanted the big to get one. out from that. under that contract. Yeah, I think the Jets try and get Stafford. So I think that if I were the Jets, I'd say, "All right, what do you want?" And that's let's it. go win this thing. Yeah. And how great would that be for Stafford? I mean, because they have a great team. Great team. So Stafford could go to another great team and win another Super Bowl? That'd be cool. How does that work when you're paying Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what about, you know, salary caps and all that stuff? Right. But does it make it harder for them to bring in someone that they got to pay a bunch of money? Is that why they're looking at? You know what? I don't know. Uh, They have salary cap analysts. Yeah. I just so, didn't know if teams like know. that, if that's something that's common knowledge. And I don't like, know well, if they, they heard if that, it's like dead money. I don't know how it works. How so, the contracts work. But they work. could figure it out. Yeah. Well, and hey, I know you can go over it. You just have to pay some sort of fee. Okay. And I, I didn't know that. I know. In 60 I seconds or whatever it was. It. It's Four just so plays. bad. But hey, Chad, if you're listening, and I know you probably are. Yeah. Even if it's not live. For sure. We're wishing you the best. No pressure. Love but ya. if you go play for the Jets, Love we will ya. be rooting for you, buddy. Absolutely. The Church of Laszlo. I don't know what, someone on Twitch maybe can follow our train of thought. I don't know what got us from Chad Henney to talking about movies. We started talking about the Academy Awards uh, off the air and on our Twitch stream. By the way, uh, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazlo. Does anyone remember why I brought up Cuba? Oh, we were talking about quarterbacks. You were talking about what it would be. I remember now, Mitch Trubisky, the carpet salesman. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were talking about quarterbacks that could oh, possibly yeah, go to New York. Right. And then it led to, oh, can you imagine what it would be like to be Mitch Trubisky? God, it would suck. Lazlo's favorite player. Because there was all this pressure, you're supposed to be the one, and then it's well known that well, like, they made the wrong you decision. Are the, you are the guy that everyone knows, like, that that was the mess up. That right. It shouldn't have been you. Right. So, and then I said it's kind of like Cuba Gooding Jr. winning an Oscar, and they later, you know, made fun of him because whatever. I mean, American Dad did that whole thing, which you yep. brought up. But so then we started talking about Oscars and movies. So anyway, now I'm in a movie frame of mind because we went from Chad Henney to this. So I saw this. I understand why you guys are talking trash on Cuba Gooding Jr. I'm not. I'm saying that people did. I like him just fine. Was he me too? Uh, yes, there was a uh, there was some video something that happened. In a, I think he did go to court though. Now I don't remember if they settled there or what. Allegations, it right? took a while more to than go. One, maybe I don't know about that. But was, did his involve a hot tub later or talk about a hot tub? I do remember there was video at a bar. Yeah, there was video at a bar. And I think maybe some audio even. Hmm. Or maybe they just had the picture showing that he was there with the accuser and sat with the accuser. I don't really remember. But On uh, June 13, 2019, Gooding was booked on charges of misdemeanor, forcible touching, and sexual abuse in the third degree in New York City, relating to an incident in which he allegedly groped a woman at at a bar in Times Square. On October 10th, he was indicted on a separate additional sexual abuse charge. As of August 2020, 30 women have accused Gooding... Of unwanted sexual okay, touching. Yeah, I, I did not women. know that got to 30 women. Yeah. I thought that this thing also went to trial at some point. On April, hey, recently. I gotcha. On April 12, 2022, uh, Gooding pleaded guilty to forcibly touching a woman at the New York nightclub in 2018, telling the judge he kissed the waitress on her lips without her consent. That, yeah, the kissing on the lips. He also admitted to two other alleged incidents of non consensual contact. Uh, he no jail time and allowed him to withdraw his misdemeanor plea. A woman filed a lawsuit against Gooding, accusing him of raper in 2013 in New York City. The two parties came to a settlement agreement on June 6, 2023. Okay, I was thinking there was As something recent. As a result, the settlement, Gooding will not face trial. Despite the settlement, Gooding's lawyers insisted that he and the woman had consensual sex and that the woman bragged afterwards to others that she had sex with a celebrity. An Oscar winner. Not just a celebrity, an Oscar winner. Yeah, I remember reading something about that this summer, and I was like, oh, that's still going on? Because it had been so long since we talked about the initial story, I guess 2019. 
that when I saw that there was some sort of settlement or whatever that they'd gone to court, I was like, well, that took a while. I totally forgot about it. But you said there's how many accusers? 30. 30? But it looks like That's it's over lot. now. Yeah, but I don't know. That could that could mess with your career for sure. I don't know what was going on before that. Well, I wasn't talking trash on him. Three just, movies coming out. Okay. And he did one in 2023. Oh, so, so he was still working while this was going on. So this um, article is about the most boring movies of all time that were popular. Movies that people claim are great, that they love, okay. but, but a lot of people agree are actually the most boring goddamn boring. movies okay. uh, of all time. So, you know, you, you may agree, you may disagree. Some of them you may not have seen, but I'll just go through the you list said here. That, I know you think that Banshees of Venice Sharon or whatever, right? Didn't you say that was boring? I, it, I think the, the metaphors and all that stuff was a little over my head, yes. I love the acting, love both of those guys. I love Colin Farrell. He's one of my favorites. I think he's awesome. And uh, the other guy, I like him too. I can't think of his name now. It was, it, you know, it, it was cool to look at, and there were some really good moments. There mm-hmm. were some funny scenes mm-hmm. and everything. I thought Colin Farrell was funny, but overall I thought I'm not totally getting all the metaphors, what's going on here. I mean, do you know the basic plot of that movie? No. Look it up. Because I, I'm guessing it, it's some sort of old folklore, book, story, okay. something that I'm just not familiar with because I'm so illiterate. But, I mean, this guy says, hey – they're best friends. And the guy says eventually, listen, I'm tired of being friends with you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Okay, that's And right. Colin Farrell's like, wait, what do you mean you don't want to talk I mean, to me like, anymore? You don't want to be a friend? Back, and yeah. yeah, and he's like, come on, we're friends. He's like, no, seriously, don't talk to me anymore. And then he says, if you talk to me again, every time you talk to me, I'm going to cut off one of my fingers. Because all he wants to do now is play violin and hang out with new friends. So every time Colin Farrell talks to him, the other guy cuts a finger off and throws it at Colin Farrell's door. This goes on for a long time. The, the movie continues to do stuff like that, and I'm just like, this is a and little over be my some head. Folklore story, it is. Yeah. I'm guessing the whole. The whole story is based on something. But yeah, I, I just think it was over my head. When people say they like it, I, I'm not thinking you're dumb. Again? Banshees of Inish Aaron or oh, whatever. Who, a, somebody wrote or directed that that I really like. Oh, was it? I probably yeah, knew somebody that I really, really like. That does sound right that it was someone I wanted to watch it, it because I like the person. Well, I mean, the movie, everyone talked about how great the movie yeah, was. Yeah. And uh, I think it was... the. Win Oscars? Was it up for Oscars? Yeah, the Oscars absolutely. already happened? Yeah, because yeah, that was a big deal. That They were mad at all the American press who were trying to do Irish accents. And they said that, you know, they showed clips of Con Farrell getting annoyed with all of the people doing the Irish accents. I they, they do say, Irish accent. Dude, it's amazing when I saw this highlight reel of how often it happens. Like SNL does it a bunch. And then you see these people well, SNL, who are on TV parody. and like, oh, the Banshees of Inisherin or whatever. And it's just like, dude, stop. Just yeah, stop. Don't. I don't know why you have that urge. I have it a little bit too, but just don't do it now that you're on TV and yeah, these Irish yeah, people are standing there. Just don't. don't just don't do it. Right. Uh, so what's on the list? So on the list. Anyways, it's um, the guy's name is Martin McDonough. What did he do? Oh, I know that name. What he did he do? Um, seven Psychopaths. Oh, okay. Three billiards. Three billboards outside Ebbing, right. Missouri. Oh, three That's billboards. Right. Yep. That's who it was. I, I did know that. Yeah. In Bridges or whatever. Okay, in Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah. yeah. In Bruges is amazing. I yeah, went to great. Bruges because of that movie. I was like, we have to go to Bruges. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so these supposedly... So he did all those. So I know I wanted to watch that movie. I just didn't do it. Yeah, I don't think you'd Man, like three it. Three Billboards was so good. Three Billboards was really good. I liked that movie a lot. That Did, was, did that win? It was nominated for Best Picture, that right? Won. Did it win? Okay, I was thinking it did. Yeah. Uh, so mo- are these the most boring movies of all time that people that are popular? 2001, A Space Odyssey. Does anyone here like that movie? Has anyone here not oh, seen that really movie? Seen oh, You're like a big it. Kubrick fan, yeah, right? Yeah. I have such a hard time saying his name. Kubrick? Kubrick. 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 Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I need to look at it to say it. I have to read it to be able to say it. 
Uh, yeah, but the Indian you don't understand, right? The bed, the baby. No, that's always been confusing. Okay, right. I mean, that's when you start looking stuff up. And you're like, right. But it is yeah, really cool to look at. Every time I watch at. it, I would go online and that's look it up. That's the thing about his movies. Even if you're like, I don't get what's going on. Kind of like that sex cult thing with Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and Nicole Kidman. Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes wide shut. movie's so stupid. I, I enjoyed watching it because it was cool to look at. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, it... Well, yeah. I mean, his films are like They're that. just cool. Yeah, they, yeah, it, yeah. it draws you in. And I, maybe it was a little... I was actually... I thought it was quite tense because I didn't know what to expect. I've seen uh, Space Odyssey a couple times and... It is very cool to look at. Seems ahead of its time. I like The Shining for sure. Full Metal Jacket. And Full Metal Jacket Mm -hmm. I I liked. Uh, I like The Shining a lot. That's easily my favorite movie of his. My favorite horror movie. Okay, so 2001 Space Odyssey. That's the first one. favorite horror movie? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Horror for me. Horror. Horror. Yeah, that would be tougher. Uh, The English Patient. I'm guessing Snowcone hasn't seen it. 1996. I was... No idea what it is. I was in junior high. It was this movie that won... I'm almost positive that it won Best Picture. It was... Talked about to an insane degree. Everyone was saying, you've got to see this movie. And even as a teen, I heard all these people talking about, you have to see this movie. It was brought up on television constantly. Seinfeld did an episode about The English Patient. There's actually a Seinfeld episode where they're talking about going to see The English Patient because it was just everywhere. And then when you go to watch it, which a lot of people probably did after all that talk, I didn't go to the theater to see it. Lazo, I don't know if you ever saw it. But I saw it at home and just remember thinking, oh, my God, my mom and I watched it. I'm like, good Lord. Luckily, it wasn't something where she's like, oh, it's great. You know, you should, Mm because I was worried that Mm -hmm. maybe it'll be something. Mm -hmm. She's going to start crying here pretty soon. But she's like, no, I don't like that. Uh, Okay, let's see. What's next on the list? Again, they're supposed to to be boring. Downsizing, 2017. I don't know how popular. People made fun of that movie. Matt Damon? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was... I've never watched it. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. Only because it doesn't go anywhere. But the plot is interesting, right? The plot no, it is, is interesting. The first twenty minutes, you're like, oh, this is interesting. No, the first and then hour, it's I think, horrible. I think really when it falls apart is at the end when you realize they don't know where they're going with this, and it has something to do with his Vietnamese yeah, house the Vietnamese cleaner thing. or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm just like, what is happening? It, it, they just it felt like they didn't have an ending. Man, it is so I did bad. not sit there though and constantly look at my watch. I will say that I just thought by the end it, it got that was so really stupid. That was really stupid. Uh, the American 2010 with George Clooney, you know. That's the one where he's uh, an assassin, and uh, he's like, it's, remember, it's in, it's in Italy. If you looked up the picture of the American with George Clooney, you'd remember, you probably saw it and probably forgot. I don't remember the hating American? that Yeah. I don't remember hating that movie, but I, I do recall thinking that wasn't great. I'm trying to think of movies where I remember looking at my watch like, dude, come on. And that happens. You know, sometimes it happens even if the movie's not long. It's like, how long? For me, Avatar was one of them. When I went and saw that, I knew it was long going in. I really didn't want yeah, to be really. there. And then as it's going, I'm just like, God almighty. I'm looking at my watch. It's 45 minutes in. You know? they, you're, you're checking every four or five minutes, like how much longer until this is over. And you know it's three hours long. That's bad. I, I never saw the new one. I've heard people say the new one is better than the first one. I thought, well, wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, Did you ever care. see it, Snowcone? No. Never you never even it. tried to watch nope, it? Don't care. If it wasn't for my ex, I wouldn't have seen it. There was things like that that I kind of got. You know, she liked popular stuff like that. And so sometimes I got exposed to that stuff, which was good, I think, for just having a reference for pop sure. culture stuff. But, man, that movie. I saw the first one was, in the movie theater. I bought in. Like, all right. You were, like, going in thinking, let's yeah, see what this right. is about. Oh, see, cool. I didn't, like, I didn't have a project heart. film. Yeah. Really. I didn't have an open you know, mind I didn't, all. like, no. I, knew no, I, I, know, I went into it knowing I wouldn't love it. It's science fiction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But maybe I'll like it like I like Star Wars. Like, maybe it'll just be an interesting watch and... Yeah, I'll I didn't have an open mind. For sure, I didn't have an open mind. Well, I went in with an open mind. I didn't love it. So yeah, I, I, I wonder what it would be like to go into it with an open mind. And I'm not sure. I like some of his movies. 
I like Terminator 2. I like mm-hmm. Aliens. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's got some good movies. I'm not like the biggest fan. I don't like love Titanic. I think Lazo does. But I love it. For whatever reason, I just knew that that movie was not going to be something I was interested in, and you, you just kind of felt like you knew exactly where it was going. It was like watching a kid's cartoon. Anyway, to me, that's the one that comes to mind first. I don't know if you guys have anything that you think of when you were looking at your watch at the theater, waiting for it to be over. Snowcone doesn't recall, but we did go see that Jurassic World movie together. You keep saying whatever that. it was called, the first one with Chris Pratt when they brought it back. Yeah, you keep I know I was looking at my watch. Yeah. I went and saw that Godzilla movie, that first one that they did before the Millie Bobby Brown one. I think it had. Uh, uh, Walter Walter White. What's his name? Snowcone. Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. It wasn't he in that Godzilla movie? And it got no, great know. reviews. That's not my kind of thing, really. Going to the theater to see a monster movie. And I remember we went to see that, and I was checking my watch. I was like, man, I just can't get into this. I know they say it's great. It's for I liked those monster movies when I was a kid, but I, and I did go into that with an open mind because it did get good reviews, and it wasn't something I would normally be into. But I just remember checking my watch constantly. If I'd watched it at home, it probably would have been fine. Hmm. But sitting there, it felt long. I think it was over two hours. Now, Jupiter Ascending, I'm positive, was not a very popular movie. I'm and I'm guessing it. most people never took the time to see that. The one with Mila Kunis and... Uh, no. Uh, yeah, it was Mila Kunis, right? And who's no. the guy that was in it? Yeah, it's like a sci-fi movie. I'm telling you, no. Jupiter Ascending. I hear you. I understand the words. I'm, I'm, t- I'm asking, I'm waiting for you to give me thing. something more. What, what is it then? I don't know. I've never heard of Jupiter Ascending. Oh, I thought you were saying, no, that's not what it is. She's not in it. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. No, okay. I'm saying I've never heard of this oh, okay, goddamn gotcha, thing. Gotcha. I just I looked don't it think, up because you kept staring at me. I don't think many people watch Channing that Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum was the guy. In it. Okay, I was kind of thinking that, but I thought maybe it's because we talked about him so much yesterday. Robin Hood. I was 2000- starting to get angry. You kept looking. I know. At me. I was like, I like no. So did. what I'm is like, it? Jupiter Ascending. Right. I said Jupiter Ascending. I said Mila Kunis. You go no, and you start looking at your computer. I was like, wait, oh, Jupiter Ascending. Right. And I said, I hear the words. I speak English. I never heard the goddamn movie. I know. I said, isn't it the one with Mila Kunis? Whatever. And you said, no. I'm pretty sure there was confusion there. I thought he was looking something up to tell me what it really was. Robin Hood 2010. The Ridley Scott movie. I don't hate that movie. Never Did anyone it. ever see it? No. I like Ridley Scott. I like Tony Scott. So, I don't know. I didn't hate that movie. Wrinkle in Time, 2018. Never seen. No anyone idea. ever see it? Nope. Now, this one is a good one, but I'm guessing neither of you have seen it. Eh, Laszlo might have watched it with the boys. The first Star Trek movie. Star Trek, the motion picture, 1979. I'm guessing you've never seen I'm it? I'm sure I've no. seen it. So, I like the Star Trek movies. The first one is so bad. And it's so they call it the slow motion picture. That's the joke because it just feels like it takes forever. They'll show this crappy special effect of a you know ship moving through the hangar, and it takes. I've always 10 thought minutes. it's so bad. Star but, Trek was just boring anyway. Well, the rules. I hate it. My dad used to watch it like after dinner, like old reruns. Yeah, I like. We it. just watch it. I'm like, God, this sucks. I liked it. Like, I was like, excited for Mash to start, which sucked. <laughs> that's even really more. bad. I hated right. Mash. It's, I'm like uh, with Star Trek the way you are about comic books, I think. Like, yeah. I like it. I've seen the series. I even watched one of the new ones. I've watched a couple of the new ones. But if someone was actually into Star Trek, they would say, you're not a Trekkie. Right. You don't know what you're talking about. But I liked the movies when I was a kid. My brother was into them. And the rule with the Star Trek movies, I think, is the even movies are the good ones. The odd numbers are the bad ones. Like and they're on a purpose? They're just saying, like, if you look back at the anthology, the even-numbered movies were the good ones. And the odd I thought maybe they had different they stories. You well, they had different directors. They would switch between, like, you know, Bill Shatner might direct one. Okay, and then Leonard it. Nimoy. And then whatever. So I don't know exactly how it worked, but that's, I've heard that before. Hulk 2003. Now, that's the one. Like Edward Norton. They said it's regarded as one of Marvel's, if not Marvel's, worst movie to date. And it's Ang Lee, right? I think he, they're saying that he directed was it. Was it when Edward Norton was the Hulk? Yeah. yeah, it's the, the first one, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, 
I sort of I did back then still kind of give those movies a shot. I think I let saw me make it. sure. Hold on, because it's 2003. Didn't someone else play the Hulk too? Just want to make yeah, sure. Mark now Ruffalo. I feel like. Well, that was later. I'm talking about earlier. Did someone else play the Hulk Lou before? Ferrigno? I was thinking Bill that Ed. Nor- I was thinking Ed Norton was the second guy. Didn't Lou Ferrigno come in here one time? He did a couple yeah. times. He okay. comes in. A, he's got that. some sort of charity or yeah. something. Oh yeah, Eric yeah, Bana. Him. That's right. He beat his ass. This yeah. wasn't uh, Ed. This was now. this was Eric Bana. Mm. I've never seen that one, no, so I, I couldn't tell you. But they said it's regarded as one of the worst. What's the the DC movie that everyone said was so bad and super long? Like they did the director's cut. Justice and I, it was Snyder cut. Yeah, is that a Justice, Justice League, League movie? Yeah. Is that what that was? The movie's great. Oh, you liked the it. Snyder cut. I, you liked the long like version. Three hours, three and a half hours long. It's awesome. But people hated the people hated original people hated version. The original version. Okay, but they liked the Snyder cut. Batman vs Superman was pretty trash. Well, they've had a bunch. They've had bad luck yeah. with a lot of their stuff. But I'm just wondering, like, what is considered the trash. worst of those? No, nah, they made a second one. People yeah, liked people it enough that they kept Suicide the cast Squad. around. The first one was hated. Nah, some people liked it. Really? Yeah, the reviews early on were bad, but you noticed that it did make a lot of money, and they kept the same cast yeah, here they yeah. made another one so yeah. i don't think it was as hated as some of the other stuff they did i mean look some of it we'll never see batgirl some executive saw it and said hide that burn it and throw it away remember yeah, that God, story i'm so curious mm-hmm. how bad like that finishing is. a movie that you pay all this money you for and say, just it's get rid done. of it it's like dude your track record's already bad it's done so just put it out what does it matter and i know they've got that flash movie now right that's mm-hmm. the most recent one mm-hmm. and then that guy's got all these problems personal yeah. problems yeah he's had a lot of legal the, the whole way they advertised that movie was you know michael keaton as Batman, yeah. right? That was That's the whole like thing. The whole like he's not the Michael star, yeah. right? Lazo, have you seen that yet? The Flash movie? Yeah, I love it. you liked it. It, it was looks good. good. Yeah. Was that the first really movie that they did with him, or is it has has have they done multiple Flash movies with him? Was there like a Netflix series that he was? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was yeah, thinking that. he played Flash before. Yeah, yeah in the Netflix, Netflix series. series. Okay, but there weren't other DC movies that like this well, isn't a Flash sequel, right? So he played Flash in that. In anything. He's made cameos in other Okay, ones. but this isn't like a sequel to another his. Flash movie. No, this is okay. his movie. Okay. Alazo, one of our movies is on the list. Which, look. by the way, it's really good. And it is cool. I've heard How it was pretty good. How they spend time and like the different Batman show up. You're like, okay, that's cool. I, yeah. heard, it was, I heard it was decent. The, the problem yeah. was his personal problems were tainting, they mm-hmm. thought, tickets. I don't sales. think anybody hated that movie. Okay. Uh, here's one that people hate, except for Lazo. I think Lazo may be the only two people to defend this movie. I don't even know if the writer... We're going to talk about this... The Happening. It's so good. It's 2008. So stupid. And by the way, they're talking so about how boring it is. It's not boring. It's, you know, it's, it's not like it's three hours long. It's absolutely boring. You can feel the tension. Really, I really get a kick out of that movie. I could watch Love it right it. now. So Love stupid. it. stupid. I, I just, I think you're missing the point here. I think you guys are messing with me. No. Mm. I get I what you're saying. You I understand because like I know that the critics hate it too, so I could totally believe your position that you think we're messing with you i have those things too no ma'am we're not here to hurt you it's It's meant to be over the top cheese movie only you two two think that no it's like a retro horror movie no it was like it's like an old black and white to be bad if you all those people don't act like that normally it was made like an old 60s horror movie so dumb and it's and I the, everyone's saying like oh the wind no killed one you. else thinks oh, that what is so weird about the you wind killing the you only right. ones in the world that have picked up on this a- everyone no we're oh. not a lot of people that Stephen King did he said it's a yeah, great movie great. Yeah, so yeah stupid which Stephen I mean King's Stephen King too. Stephen King did hate The Shining so you know right. you can argue with his taste right. but he's a pretty accredited 
fellow there. Not really. Oh, yeah, not really. That okay. sucks. Give me a break. But I always got mad at people saying, oh, the wind is killing you. Yeah, you know what? We literally had to be locked into our houses That is some Stephen last King. Year. That is something he would like. Why? Because Cause he why? paints himself be- into a corner, and at the very end, you're like, what's going to happen? It's like, whoa, it was aliens. I, I oh, my Stephen God. King. I do. Snow cones. First of all, you're thinking of Dean Koontz. Right. Dean Koontz is the one that says Stephen it's aliens. Stephen King liked it. Roger Ebert. Gave it three stars and said it was touching. Well, that guy's got a. It's no doubt too thoughtful for the summer action. Too thoughtful for the summer action. Yeah, it's over your head, dip. Right. He says, but I appreciate the quietly realistic way uh, M Night Shyamalan finds to tell a story about the possible death of man. Uh Oh, the wind is killing us. So the, stupid, the wind. It's not the wind. Philip Hawker, the age, 3.5 out of 5 stars. I don't know. Not everybody hates this. No, they don't. I'm telling you, people just, it, you, you get that bad press going, and then it just snowballs. Richard Roper said it almost it dares sucks. you. There you go. <clears throat> Richard Roper says it almost dares you to roll your eyes or laugh at certain scenes. Oh, it does. But you know what? I appreciated this creatively offbeat, daring Sci-fi mind trip. Yes, it's a fun movie. Right. I'm gonna watch it for my uh, September October horror nights. Have fun with that. Yeah, you're coming over. You're gonna watch it with uh, me. He says it's a Jack in the Box suspense, traipsing from one garish death to another in a parade of cartoonish terror. Yeah, and noted yeah, how the film seemed like mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock's The yes. Birds. Exactly, exactly what we were saying. Exactly. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Yo. Yo. Go uh, on. I was. I'm just reading all these people. Talking about the happening. How much and, they love it. Yeah, and how they're sorry that it went over people's heads. Yeah. Yep. By the way, I can say this. Hook me up to a lie detector. I did not know. You said you didn't know that he compared it to the blob, but you just read it. I had no idea. I always thought it reminded me of the blob because I remember as a kid watching that with my dad, you know, and they're like at the old drive-in with the cars and people are ah, running. It was so over the top. Yes. So that when I first saw that movie, I was like, this reminds me of watching the blob with my dad. That's just what it reminded me of. Yes. Apparently, I just... Read way too much about the happening yeah. on Wikipedia, and he said, Going into we're it. making a B-movie, 
that compares to the blob. Yep. And so well, there you go. I, I can honestly say that I didn't know that he Me had neither. said anything about it being a B movie. I just thought when I, I just saw thought it, that smart people those, would get it. That's yeah. basically what he's saying it's too. I those, thought you'd get it. It's like a six. Now you hate throwback. it. Okay, sorry. But also we're older. Let me dumb it down for you. Snowcone may have never seen those old horror movies from the 60s and 70s because he is a little bit younger. Uh, technically, you know, if we're just counting spins uh, around the sun. But, but uh, as a kid, we watched those because we were allowed to. The Blob, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, were all these campy yeah. horror movies. And we were just excited as kids that we were allowed to see them. And my, my parents were like, yeah, that's fine. It, so when I went to see, and I love scary movies. I also. just remember my dad, we're like, we, weren't, we didn't watch scary movies. We watched that because it wasn't scary. Right. You know, it was kind of like campy and fun. Exactly. But and, scary and... But you know, people getting eaten by the maybe blob as a or kid you're a little right. scared, yeah. But it's you realize yeah. like, oh, this is fun. Yeah, this is, and then you see The Exorcist and you're like, what the right. hell? Right, that's completely different exactly. movies. Like the happening, that's what the happening was. It was and a scary movie, but it was fun and campy. It totally reminded me of a, sh- a Stephen King short story, a novella mm-hmm. that would be in one of his books. That, and I, I liked that about it. Like, oh, right. this is absolutely. And then it was and also kind of just you know the birds, the same type of idea it's behind. Totally it. Yeah. Th- throwback. So anyway, now that we've defended that movie for too long, which I am excited though because. I've really, in the last few years, gotten into this Halloween thing with watching scary movies and all the streaming services. All the streaming services, I am. They really like every year. It seems like they up their game. And I know you don't hate scary movies, but it's not like yeah, I don't turn them on. I, just, I mean, the scream movies I really enjoy. They make. I don't so know why. I, think they're well I do too. The I last like one. The last one was not great. The newest uh, one. In New York. The I think it's the on second the time they're in New York. Uh, yes, well, well, said, yeah, someone that got bad. killed. I, I like it. it. That was my least favorite so far, I okay. think. I mean, but, I don't have them ranked in favorites, but I liked it. I've liked them pretty well, and when they did the relaunch, I liked it. And then the second one, I was like, okay. But yeah, I, yeah they go so to New York and they're going to school or whatever. I thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, and we don't know that that girl's single with the guy. Uh, but there's so much stuff. I mean, there's the, the Chucky series, which is yeah. an actual show. And I don't have whatever. I think that's on like... Uh, I don't know what it's on, but they put it on Peacock once each season is finished or whatever. But just the amount of scary movies, Netflix every year does that series where it's like a 10-episode thing. The same guy does it. It was like the house on Haunted Hill or the Hill. Oh, yeah, house yeah, on Hill haunt, Whatever. And That's then from the video game. That video game was scary. Yeah, it was. That was a scary yeah, video game. Yeah, that was like, like you're playing it and you're like, wow, I'm getting a little freaked out here and it's a video. Usually that doesn't happen to me. Right. But I remember you know, being a teenager and it, playing it, that it would and be startle like, okay. You, especially if you're playing in the dark. Am I playing in the basement? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. it, you, there were some jump scares for sure. Mm-hmm. But I think he's done... Someone on Twitch will correct me, but he's got another series coming out. I just saw the trailer for it yesterday. And I'm thinking this might be the fourth year in a row he's done it, but maybe it's only the third. I know he did... So they did the house on Haunted Hill or whatever. Oh, right. I was thinking then Silent he, Hill, maybe. I don't know. Oh, Silent Hill's the game. You're right. right I yeah. was thinking, Which I think they made into a movie yeah. also. Uh, I think the house on Haunted Hill is an old book by the, that female author. I can't think of her name. She, she was pretty famous, though. But... This, he did the second year in a row with like the same cast. And I get that confused with like Last House on the Left. Me too, exactly. Which is you know horrifying. Yeah, there's a lot of houses. That is a horrifying movie. Uh, the that's more scary more than to me once? than they made it a remake of it. And you like, and you're saying the remake was scary. I'm well, it's horrifying it. in the sense that that like, you know, that could happen. Oh, those are the ones that get you. And that's my brother. I mean, I'm more scared of the Exorcist because the, the devil could get inside me. I'm more scared of that. But that one, for whatever, like I'm not scared of Jason or Michael. Those don't scare me. They're kind of like comic book heroes and so whatever. I'm not scared. But that, just what three dudes in a truck 
chopping your head off. Like I'm like, oh no, that could happen. Oh no, that right. could happen. And that's I know you're saying like Friday the Thirteenth and those you think of them as right. It's I not think scary. Of them, yeah, they're not I'm scary because they're like comic book movies. You know, like the bad guys are bad. I get it. You're like you know whatever. Yeah. My brother always said that the reason he liked those is because what you're saying. The slasher movies, it's like someone could come in and start trying to stab me with a knife right. while I'm at camp or while I'm in my home. Or I whatever. feel less scared about those because I feel like I can fight him. I have a bat. I can call oh, the cops. Sure. I can't fight Well, him I can't either. fight the devil. Right. And see, if you're open to that idea. I literally idea, can't fight the devil. I just think some people aren't even open to that idea. Like, that's never going to happen. It's yeah, not real. Whereas I'm like, poof. I heard that's happened. I hate the idea of the devil entering me. (laughs) Right. Or entering someone I know and it's in the house or something. I'd rather have him enter you than enter me. Well, me too. I'd rather have it enter someone else. But just the (laughs) idea of even being around for it. No, yeah. I mean, mean, that's uh, that's life changing. You're going to have some serious PTSD after that. So now I'm just looking at what they say are the best scary movies. Hellraiser, that's like a whole I've cult. never seen it. Oh, you haven't? No. It's its own the, thing. Yeah, I'm aware yeah. of it, yeah. but I don't, yeah, I'm aware of it. I know you guys I can should picture watch the it. picture of the guy. I but don't like scary movies. It's like about sexual deviance and stuff. I think you might be kind of into it because of the, it's, and you realize when you're watching it, like that came out in the mid 80s, and you're, you're thinking, this would have been really, really controversial. And of course, mm-hmm. you read about it, and it was. But that's like a whole cult in and of itself, the Hellraiser fans mm-hmm. that love those movies. I think, it's, it, I think it's good. I honestly think even if you guys aren't huge scary movie fans, that's one you should watch. Maybe you like it, maybe you don't. But if you do, there's all the sequels. And then they did a relaunch on Hulu, I think, last year or year before and made a new one. Um, you know what was on the list, though, that mm. I did not expect to see on Best Scary Movies was Open Water. Which I thought is that's great good. because that scared the crap out of me. Yeah, that's, that's I'll a good never, movie. I'll never treat the ocean the same when I'm on no. vacation. Like, it, it is totally a good movie. changed the way I think about... Just Although I remember swimming. watching it with someone, and they were like, this is freaking me out. I'm like, we're in a house. Mm-hmm. It's like That's people saying Jaws is so scary. I'm like, we literally are not on a boat. Yeah, now, when you get in a boat and you think about Jaws, I remember me and my dad jet skiing in the Gulf of Mexico mm-hmm. and him going flying over the top of the jet ski, and then all of a sudden just start swimming his ass off super fast to get back to it. I drive over, and I'm like, you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just... Out here, can't see anything We're on jet skis, and all I could hear was right. Of course, so I just swam the thing, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Everything. And then, like ten minutes later, I fell off mine, and I started swimming. I could see him over there laughing, like <laughs> you just think about it. Yep. So it's scary then, but like when you're in your house, I'm not scared of it. Jaws. It got into everyone's psyche. That's well, my favorite Fourth of July movie. But it is a great summer movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to watch that, and then The Sandlot. But the thing about open water too is that you're even if you're sitting in your house. You're still imagining what it would be yeah. like to be in that water, and it's terrifying. I just but I get more down. scared if they're like the devil could come into your house, or these guys could drive up to my house right now. What's that noise? I'm not like, what's that noise? Yeah. It's a shark, right? That's what Snowcone was saying yesterday. His fear is like being home alone and somebody pops in. Yeah. You hear yeah. footsteps, whatever. That's, That's the ultimate, ultimate fear. fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just trying to find like, not that these are my favorites, but the movie, the horror movies that were big when I was a teenager, right? And to me, I think The Ring was probably the biggest. And I had to scroll down. This is Rotten Tomatoes, but they've got it as number 192 hmm. on the... Uh, and now I'm not saying it's a great movie or even that it's really stood the test of time. I watched it a couple years ago and I was like, wow, this, this isn't what I remember. But at the time, it freaked scary. people out. Yes. Yeah. And my ex-girlfriend, what, we were staying at my parents' house. We were house-sitting. They were out of town. And I was working with you, Lazo, sort of. I was bothering you. You were doing mm-hmm. nights. And I was coming okay. up every night. And I, I left my day job, came up here to see you, and then we got done at midnight, right? And I drive home, and I knew that my girlfriend was watching The Ring alone, which was kind of crazy, in the house. So I snuck around. I still feel bad about this. I snuck around to the back door of the house, jumped Mm. over onto the deck, and I've got a key, and I quietly unlock that back door. 
And then I start banging it. I like leave the deadbolt for a second and I'm banging the door. And I see her go like this. <gasps> yeah, dude, that's messed And I up. mean, she is so <laughs> panicked at this that point. Could kill me. And I was like, oh God. I've scared her too much, but I can't get the goddamn deadlock open now. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, it's me. It's me. And she's screaming. She can't hear me. And I pop the door open, and she's like, you know, I don't want to be with you. And I was like, yeah, I get it. I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, that's then a you made love? offense. Uh, maybe. Yeah, probably <laughs> later. You know, Good whatever. You. you know, I was there. That was it. Uh, Candyman is way down there on the list. I do like Candyman. And I want to watch the new one, but I still haven't. There's so many things on my list. Uh, the Lost Boys is one of my favorites, but I don't think that's scary no. necessarily. But I understand categorize it as I a horror it. movie. But I, that's one of those. It's like a comfort a movie. drama. Yeah, and it's just a good teen movie. Yeah. It's one of my all-time favorite teen movies. And I even like that sequel that they did years later in the 2000s or whatever. I like that. But yeah, have you seen it, Snowcone? Lost no. Boys? It's like so good. Or something. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's just the cast and everything. I also really that's love like 80s thing. stuff. Uh, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, man. Kiefer Sutherland. I, thinking, yeah. I figured you'd know him. Scream, by the way, number 178 on the list. It's really? way down. I thought that it would be higher. I mean, that that kind That's of reignited. It, so good. It reignited the whole genre. Yeah. I was I was in high school when that came out. I remember my friend saw it before me. He's like, you have to see it. We'll go together. I'll watch it again. Man, it's so good. And I was like, really? I've heard it's good. He's like, dude, it's awesome. Well, The Exorcist has got to be We didn't have one, horror right? movies. At that point, we were on Friday the 13th, yeah, 17, Freddy vs. Jason. Like, in our school, that was like everyone talked about it. Yeah, was, Scream brought that back. year, everyone was Ghostface. Absolutely. It brought back horror movies. Totally. Because they, all we were getting at that point were old sequels you know halloween 20.2 or yeah, whatever it was like with the Paul strokes Rudd. of movies yeah so these are the top ones the top well, 20 are you on rotten tomatoes yeah rotten tomatoes best horror movies of all time because i'm on rotten tomatoes and it it's the top 10 and it says your movie the, the ring is number six. Oh, really so it must no. be just different this writers de- yeah because this is it says best horror movies of all time is the name of this so they've got it follows at 20 which is i, like I it think follows. I think it, it deserves to be very high on the list. Yeah, it was great. Oh, this is We Asked, You Voted. Oh, okay. So. Maybe they're just doing. No, they're not doing this by tomato scores. They, for people who voted, The Exorcist is number one. Okay. So they've got It Follows at number 20. Great movie. And also, it was scary. The first time it I was. watched that, I mean, I was 32 or whatever. And I remember being alone watching that and being. I, it put me in that uncomfortable place that you want a scary movie to put you in. That was great. And yeah. I think, didn't Danny Parkin's cousin produce that? Wasn't oh, that that's one? right. I think, his, yeah. I think that was his cousin's You're company. Right. He'd just come off another big hit, uh, and I can't think of the name of that movie now. I that was like a drama. It was, uh, what's no, the name of that? Was, if you said was it, it I would know it. Don't Breathe? No. there I was like he did that, Don't Breathe, He might too. have that, but I think that came after It Follows. I liked that movie a lot, too. That was great. But no, he, they did some sort of drama. Anyways, I think his cousin uh, produced those. Let the Right One in 2008. I don't love that movie. The original or the American version. I mean, it's fine, but it's not one of my favorites. And the number 18 on the list is Heredity, which people loved. The critics loved it. It's still got a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought that movie was so dumb. Did any of you see it? it. No. Where the kid's flying out it's of the treehouse? It's number two on here. It's number 18 on here. Um, then they go to Vampire, 1932. Okay, I don't mess around with those. 1956, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I have seen that yeah. because it was one I was allowed yeah. to watch as a kid. The Lighthouse, 2019. It's interesting that they put that as a horror movie. That's Rob Pattinson and Willem Dafoe, the black and white movie. Did you guys ever see that? No. It is really good. I guess it's sort of a horror movie. Frankenstein, 1931, is number 14. Okay. I haven't seen this as a kid. Just, can we skip to the top three? Well, we're going here. The Babadook, which was good. <laughs> oh, I do like that. Me too. Jaws, 1975, that's 12. The Babadook was good. It was good. It was really good. I think they did like a couple relaunches or sequels or something. Bride of Frankenstein, 11. Then A Quiet Place. Uh, is number 10 on the list, 2018. That's, That's a movie good so movie. stupid. You don't like it? 
The Emily Blunt movie? I thought it was good. I enjoyed it, yeah. Just move next to the waterfall. Well, there's always that. What are we doing? There's, a, there's always that. What are we doing here? But that's, you know, you said like, about a lot of our movies. Let's have a plan, kids. That's, They're like, hey, if we go over here, we can actually talk, and these things can't hear us. So let's walk all the way there to talk, and then walk back to a house where they can hear us. Well, they got to live their have lives a plan. Why? Why? Because they got to get food and everything else. They got to survive. They just live by the water. Yeah. You need water anyway. Yeah. Very important, and the monsters can't hear you. Set up camp there. It also seems like they're trying to get somewhere. They're trying to, doesn't it seem like they're trying Where? to get away to the from water. these damn monsters? Yes, they can't come get you by the waterfall. I liked it. I like the sequel, too. At least the opening it's of the, the sequel is the dumbest movie of all time. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Invisible Man. Who watched that and didn't think just stay there? You were the only person I heard screaming that, yeah. honestly. Well, why? I don't know. I mean, we can talk about this all like day. What I'm saying to you is there's a logical answer, right? Stay by the water. I get what you're saying, but they also have to well, get have food and all those things. Yeah, yeah. a farm. They're just going to sit in the water and wrinkle like, up. What, and... are they going to build a house next to the waterfall? They... Yes, the thing can't hear you. <laughs> but they had to be Why under the waterfall. Why are you going back to No, they just sat next to it. Okay, I was thinking they got I under it. I thought they were under it. Okay, even if they were under it, build your camp next to it, and if you hear those things, go underneath the waterfall. You're talking about building a house that's going to make a lot of noise. Yeah, you can't Next to the waterfall. You can't build anything, though. Yeah, you can't you, they, build. I think they, they sat were under the next water... to the waterfall. I think they had to be. I think they were under no, it. No, they sat next to it. Right. They were under right. it. No, they weren't. Uh, the Invisible Man is number nine. That was Idiots. a good movie. Invisible Man was 2020. That was in, during lockdown. Yeah, that that came out in the Supposed to be in the theaters, and it wasn't. Yeah, it was and, like 20 bucks. Yeah, and that was, that's from the Universal. And Universal that owns really all the. proved everyone, hey, this could work. Right. Because they own all the monster movies, mm-hmm. the mummy and all that stuff. They tried rebooting the mummy with Tom Cruise. That's right. And it was unwatchable. Was I mean, it? It, it cost them like half a billion dollars or something crazy. And there was high expectations because people loved the ones from the late 90s, yeah, right? Great. Early 2000s. So The Invisible Man relaunched that, and I keep thinking any day now we're going to see a trailer for a sequel. I just assume because people like that so much, they'll make more. I mean, it's top ten on this list of all-time greatest horror movies. The Night of the Hunter, 1955, never seen it. Uh, Nosferatu, 1922, okay. King Kong, 1933, yes, it's an old movie. I did like King Kong a lot as a kid and watched it a lot, but that's not a horror movie. That's a monster movie. Alien, 1979, I think Alien deserves to be top ten. It is scary. It's still good. I, I mean, it's... Obviously, Ridley Scott's best movie. I think that's probably not all that debatable. It's, it's one of the greatest movies of all time. Then, number four on the list, and I'm not going to argue about this, is Us mm. with the Jordan Peele movie. Mm-hmm. Now, I know Get Out was his, the big debut. Big break, yeah. I thought Us was amazing. It was I liked really it. Good. I liked it more, even. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, I'm a white guy, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. But I really liked Us a mm-hmm. lot. I thought it was one of the best most kind of unique horror movies, and the Very way that unique. he scared you in the beginning, because honestly, my expectations were like, I'm not sure that I love this guy, because everyone loved Get Out so much, you know it was over my head a little bit. Yeah. They're next to the waterfall, you dumbasses. They're next to it. Get quiet. They're next to it. It's a screenshot. Be quiet. Was it be quiet? Not get quiet, it's right? Quiet Shut quiet up, you place. idiots. That's it. Us they is- can't build a house. That's going to make a lot of noise. Us is they number can't four. hear them next to the waterfall. <laughs> and even if they, they don't build, build a house, a shelter of some sort would it work uh then the other ones to top out the list here we've got get out 2017 so they ranked that higher than us which i know mm-hmm. people liked it more yeah, i just I, i'm the same way as you like i, I liked it i just think it went over my head a little it bit. could be because we're white guys am, right yeah. you don't totally understand all, all the metaphors but i you liked us right did you I see did. it i loved it it's really good i rewatched it recently i was like man this movie is so good and okay last two Psych- he's freaking psycho's out. number one get out number two psycho number one okay. there, you, there you go of course they're gonna put hitchcock up there sorry snow cone I'm sure you don't like that stuff. It's kind of like the happening, you know? It's from the 60s. It's, it's campy. Stupid. It's fun. 
I still yeah. don't really know what camp means. I think that it's not trying to be too believable, right? It's over the top. I have never really understood what camp means. Really? Yeah. I mean, maybe I could be thinking of it wrong, but I think of camp as being ridiculous, a little over the top, not trying too hard to be okay. realistic, okay. having fun with it, and letting the audience know we're having fun with this. Mm. That's campy. I'm right? not having fun with this. I'm not having fun with this. <laughs> okay, God. I can't, don't ever bring up that movie ever. This happens every time. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. <laughs> It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. We're doom scrolling. And there is a big, big story today. I'm sure by now you guys have seen it. I know you try and save the headlines for me, but this was a big story. That convict who's been on the run for 13 days and yesterday managed to get a a gun with a scope and a sawed-off barrel. Uh, is it and get shot at a scope on a sawed-off shotgun? It's a twenty-two rifle. I don't know. What I thought was weird is why is it sawed off? The owner sawed it off, or they is it just like a to, short-barreled right? twenty-two and they call it a sawed-off? I don't know enough about guns. Maybe they maybe he bought a short-barreled twenty-two or like sell sawed-off. I think you have to do it yourself. Well, right? they sell short-barreled guns that look like sawed-offs. They do. Okay. They used to be illegal. Then they came up with all these, of course, That's what I thought. workarounds. Like my brother has a shotgun with the barrel. It's like this long, but okay. he was it, he bought it like that. It looks like a. Like a sawed-off shotgun. That's okay. what it looks like. Okay. So anyway, this guy had a gun. Everyone thought, well, this is going to end in tragedy with him shooting at people. But they managed to get him and uh, arrest him. But isn't, so isn't it took the scope weird? Days. Like the scope, like the sawed-off shotguns, like it's a huge blast. It's not a shotgun. It's oh, a twenty-two. Okay, okay. It was a Sorry. twenty-two. Okay. Yeah, twenty-two. Pennsylvania rifle. State Police announcing they've captured thirty-four-year-old Danilo Cavalcante, who has been on the run since August thirty-first. The convicted killer escaped from an eastern Pennsylvania prison two weeks ago and was considered armed and dangerous. Now, listen, this dude sounds like a really bad dude. Mm-hmm. He needs to be in prison. Right. Mm-hmm. I know America likes rooting for the Escaping. person on the lamb, yeah, right? Sure. Like, not just him, to though. see is it possible? You can't, couldn't root for this not guy this at guy. all. You know, with the with the prison guard who fell in love with that dude, mm-hmm. I don't remember what he was in prison for, but it was one of those stories. I mean, we, I've seen documentaries about these uh, prisoners winning over prison guards of the opposite yeah, how sex, did that especially. End? Did he kill himself. They, there was a they, there was a chase, right? Right. Was and then it? I think she died. Did yeah, she kill like herself? She killed herself. Yeah, and then they took him back. I Is think that what that's happened? Right. Yeah. But remember, during that, I think there were people that were kind of like, "Oh, they stole a truck at the car wash." You were kind of. Intrigued to see, can you get away? Yeah, is this possible? The whole so country's watching. To root for these people, it's like yeah, a movie. Not this guy. It's a movie happening in real life. But like this guy Dave was Roberts such a, and stuff. This guy was such yeah. a bad guy. But everyone loves Dillinger and Bonnie and Clyde. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. And just the thought of if I were ever held captive mm-hmm. for any reason, mm-hmm. could you get away? In, in the modern times, with the cameras and everything else, and yeah, find right. a way to blend in and, and escape. Can someone do it? You gotta try. But uh, this guy did it for 13 days with a lot of national media attention, so that's pretty impressive. Uh, the Brian Koberger case. Did it say where they caught him at? Uh, yeah, it, they caught him. Let's see. Uh, where was he? Somewhere near a. Uh, no gunfight uh, or anything? No, there, the, I was totally expecting a shootout, yeah, right? For this guy sure. had a gun. Nothing to lose. Yeah, but they didn't say anything about that. They had like thermal night vision cameras that right. they were using to look over this area. They had changed their whole search tactic for this kid. They originally were just like roping off areas and like that's not working because like it keeps getting out of these. Radius, yeah, yeah, so now basically they put it into fancier terms like we're just going to chase them. I was like, you probably should have done that from the beginning, but that's what it sounded like during that press conference. So that's you know what they were doing, I guess, when they caught him because they had these night vision goggles and uh, this airplane zeroed in on what was going on down below and they managed to alert the guys on the ground, they had the element of surprise. They sneak up on them and they get them. Mm. Uh, Brian Koberger, the case that you've been following, Snowcon, mm-hmm. there's a big debate right now, and it's in the news again, because 
there are some people who say this trial needs to be televised. Mm-hmm. And there are others who are saying, we don't want it televised. Oh, it better be. So there's actually some people, why it sounded to me like, on televised. both sides. You know, I don't know why lawyers sometimes ask not to have a trial televised. I guess because they're worried that the jurors could get tainted information, even though they're not supposed to look at the internet when they go home. They all do. Like with the uh, yeah, Amber I mean, and Johnny thing, we know that those jurors saw the internet was totally on his side. We know that some of that got back to the jurors. There's no way it couldn't. Uh, so I assume that that's part of the reason that they don't want these things televised is because they're hoping that they can keep this from be, you know turning into right. a media circus and the jurors getting tainted. I really don't know. Maybe a lawyer can uh, tell us on Twitch. But I think his people don't want Maybe it televised. Maybe a lawyer can tell us why they didn't move by the water. That's true, yeah. too. Uh, because they couldn't. So Shut up. his guys don't want it televised. I think there are some people on the other side who don't want it televised. But the victims... Family, some of them absolutely want it televised. Well, that would make sense. And and when you hear the reason why they want it televised, like God, I just people are the worst. And you didn't even think about this. We're but. all for like truth, transparency, the the cameras being in there and letting the community decide. Kaylee Gonzalez's father says banning cameras from the proceedings could fuel online rumors and misinformation. It's chaos on the internet. It's chaos all over the world, and I'm done with that. I totally get what he's saying. You know, if it's not televised. And you're just getting these little tidbits. You still get misinformation, even if it's televised, of course. But if it's not televised, it just opens it up to so much more speculation, conspiracy theories, rumors, just wrong information. I know, but are there a lot of conspiracy theories on this? I don't know, but then I thought of this guy. Decent amount. There are? Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty cut and dry. That's what it seems like to me, passively watching this thing. People talking about it like he's not the guy. Like, I haven't heard that. Or that he's not the only one. There's more. I've heard that there could be other people. There's also the theory that it wasn't him. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't seen anyone actually saying that. I've heard reporters mention it. His defense said that he was going for a drive when it happened. Right, but they have so much evidence against him hanging out in that area before. And I mean, it's just. So I could see why you wouldn't want it televised to uh, other trials to. About conspiracy theories, this doesn't seem to be one. I don't know, but then again, I wonder as a parent of the victim, it's not kind of prevalent. There's not a lot, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I could see, like, hey, if you didn't televise the Trump trials, he's going to be able to get on TV and say whatever he wants, and right, like that, I could see leading to conspiracy theories. This one's kind of like this guy did it, right? Right, but I wonder what the the families have to deal with. Listening, seeing this dad on TV talk about, I thought, oh man, I wonder what kind of messed up messages you have to read that guy's always that he's he's really the spokesperson for all the families i feel now maybe the other families yeah. like we don't want him as a spokesperson no, they don't like him very much. oh really yeah see this is snow cone, this is snow cone's story yeah he's i just, thought he he's, just kind of became the de facto head of the the victim's family I mean, he or, is because he's always on tv but i don't think they like him very much because interesting he, he's he's a character i thought that they were like hey this guy's comfortable doing it let him get up there I mean, and he, he was kind of speaking for them Who knows how anyone would exactly act. exactly and then you just think about i know how people act on the internet yeah. and it hadn't crossed my mind but when he's saying it's already bad enough i think i wonder what kind of messages he's getting yeah. what kind of things they're reading yeah. on message boards all that stuff uh kevin mccarthy the uh, house leader he says you know what we're going to impeach trump now this goes against biden, biden sorry <laughs> impeach mm. trump it just rolls off the tongue doesn't it, does. it? Mm-hmm. uh he says we're going to open up this investigation to uh, impeach Biden. Yeah, now, but what's the reason? I've been curious. I yeah, see. me too. So the far right, the people that he kind of owes a debt to, because remember when his vote was hanging in the balance, mm-hmm. they didn't know if he was going to mm-hmm. make it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he made some deals with them. We he know. Did. We don't know what all those deals were. But I'm sure part of it was that when they say, hey, we want to impeach this guy for whatever reason, you need to impeach him. Now, they're going after him uh, partially, or they were, for the Hunter Biden stuff. 
I don't know, which I thought that they did the Hunter Biden thing. You're like, okay, so he's yeah. he's in trouble, but that's it. His dad didn't help Doesn't him, right? They, they had Republicans who launched their entire committees to investigate him and to look for a, a, some sort of mm-hmm. bad activity by Joe Biden, and they couldn't find it. Mm-mm. Like, this was all Republicans looking for it. So I don't really understand this whole impeachment thing, but they say it's because the, the people on the far right in the House are pressuring him to do it. And this goes against what he said. A week ago, he said, I won't do it without a House vote. And when they wanted to impeach Trump, he tweeted, which, of course, his tweets are still there. We got yeah, receipts. says, you cannot launch an impeachment investigation without a House vote. You know, he was saying that like a year ago. Or whatever. Right. And a week ago, he's saying, I just won't do it. And today, he's saying, I will. I am directing our House committee to open a formal impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden. The speaker launching an impeachment inquiry into President Joe Biden on his own without a vote of the full House, something he vowed not to do just a week ago. The move, essentially a concession to conservative Republicans who've long been calling for impeachment. McCarthy has been under threat from the right flank of his party since the beginning of his speakership. Okay, so here's some of the things that they're claiming. He's claiming, whatever, these far-right people. Biden family and associates got $20 million through shell companies. I believe this goes back to Hunter stuff. Another one, an informant alleged that the Biden family took a bribe. Okay, all right. Uh, Next one is Biden participated in calls and dinners with son's business partners. So, again, Hunter Biden stuff. Uh, Next claim, Biden family members' financial transactions were flagged as suspicious. Okay, so I don't know if that means you need to look into more what. Yes, that's what it feels like. Of course, and then we're going to try and put them in jail. No, we won't. You don't think that's going to happen? No, because the Democrats never stand up. They never do it. They never do it. Well, Trump, Trump, they did, but Trump was obvious. Yeah, I mean, look, it's like we said. Oh well, we'll you know. When we get in, we'll put in, you know, judges. No, No, we won't. They never do. We never do it. The Republicans do it. We say, wait till we get in. We'll do it back to them. No, you won't. No, you won't. I mean, Snoka, my very first thought was, this is what we're doing. This is going to be political football. This is what the Republicans are going to do now. The opposing team will launch an impeachment investigation into whoever's president, and I wouldn't be surprised if seeing Trump get these charges is not the first time, or, or won't be the last time that we see a former president being charged with something on a state or a federal level or whatever. I hope that's I think the, the Democrats case. are a, a lot less likely to do that. They never fight fire with fire. Well, never. We'll see. I mean, they certainly charged a bunch of Trump's people and Trump himself, you know, and a lot of different charges. I'm not saying the Democrats did that. Obviously, it's not the House right. doing that. It's not Biden doing that. But the allegation would be that these are left of center people who are doing this that are not fans of Trump or Republicans, and that if he were somewhere else, it wouldn't happen. Obviously, look at the prosecutor. Look, you know, that's the claim. And right. They say, basically, the Democrats have gone after Trump and thrown all these charges at him. The liberals have done it, I guess. But I get what you're saying. In the House, to actually do something right. on well, paper, you don't think that they'll do it. And I mean, no. they did with Trump, but you say that's just because it was so obvious. My thing is, because Trump kind of became Trump, we don't know where the Republican Party's headed. I guess we don't know where the Democrats are headed. But I'm not so sure that the next Republican president will be someone like Mike Pence or George W. Bush. You know what right. I mean? I think we might say for the next president, well, this is obvious, too. We got to impeach this guy. And it'll just happen on both sides. All right. right did we, did we I'm take with a you. break? Fort Sprague, you know, you bring up that stuff. Like, we were like, you know, the Democrats were like, oh, it's not worth it. Let's not impeach him. Right. There's a lot of stuff about that. And they certainly wouldn't. Not, you think the Democrats are going to dig up this stuff that they're digging up against Biden right. and impeach yeah, it's pretty, pretty, a Republican president over that? Pretty loose. You're wrong. We're not going to do it. it, 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 it doesn't We're not. We like never much. do it. Well, uh, We never know. fight fire with fire. We're well, like, hey, elections have consequences, so let's not put a judge in. That's the worst. Until you know, the won't. new president gets in. You're like, what? And then you're like, okay, 
You're right. I don't and they're know like, hey, elections. And they're like, no, nah, we're just going to go it's ahead in the and do Constitution. Anyway. Because we don't. And it wasn't like a week away. We don't fight fire with fire. It wasn't like. We but, never do. It's not like his administration was ending in a week, right? Wasn't that like 10 months? I mean, he still had months left as president. And I, yeah. I'm like, I'm looking at what the Constitution right. says. He now puts a judge in. And it didn't happen. It right. was just unbelievable. And the Republicans did it. Yes, it was, it was unbelievable. Uh, okay, one more quick thing, Snowcone. We'll just get this political stuff out of the way. Kim Jong is in Russia, right? He's meeting with Putin. Putin's showing him around the country. They're besties now. They say Kim Jong lost some weight. Good I, don't know. I thought he always looked good. But uh, anyway, uh, you know, they're showing off their space stuff. Like, uh, hey, Kim Jong, check out our rockets that we send people to the space station. But they claim the reason they're actually showing him this stuff because he wants ballistic technology so that he can shoot missiles into America. Because the same things that shoot rockets into space shoot mm, nukes across the world. Stepping out of his limo in the far east of Russia, a slimmed-down Kim Jong-un greeted Vladimir Putin. The two leaders toured Russia's version of Cape Canaveral, the modern Vostochny Cosmodrome. Putin said he hoped the space station could help Kim, who he says is interested in advancing North Korea's space program. U.S. officials say North Korea's space program is really cover for its long-range ballistic missile program. Okay, well, whatever. Yeah. I'm, you know, Kim Jong, like when they did the new, uh, what was that movie from the 80s where the Ruskies came in on parachutes and the high school kids mm-hmm. had to fight them? The hell's that called? Red Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Did you see when they made the new one? Yes. And what, it was originally supposed to be Chinese, and China yeah. was like, what are you doing? Right. So you, you make all your Korea. money on your movies here. So they did North Korea. I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm sorry, I'm not scared of North Korea. No. Is anyone here scared? Now, if I was in South Korea, I'd be scared oh, of North man, Korea. Man, you talk a lot of smack. You just said you'd kick Kim Jong's ass. No, I'm just saying I don't, I'm North not Korea. scared that he's going to erradically shoot War a new kid at got me. Fat. I, just, I, don't, I don't know. I just don't think he's, I'm not worried about him doing I'm much more worried about Putin than I am. Kim Jong, like if they remade that movie today instead of 10 years ago, they could have just used the Russians again. Absolutely. All right, now we'll take a break, Snow Cone. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo. All right. All right. Uh, to Seattle, the Seattle Police Department. There's a city watchdog agency in Seattle, and they're investigating this body cam footage that was captured on one Seattle Police Department's union. This guy's a union leader, uh, joking around with another fellow. Uh, I, I think they're talking. I think he's talking to another cop, uh, joking around about the death of a woman who was hit and killed yes. by a police cruiser. Now, this woman was hit and killed by this police cruiser. This police cruiser was heading to an overdose call mm-hmm. and going 74 miles per hour when he struck this victim. I think she was 26 years old. And it killed her, okay? Now, I'm just going to read this to you here. It says, Daniel Otterer, the vice president of the Seattle Police Officers Guild, responded to the January 23rd crash scene where another officer, Kevin Dave, struck and killed. uh, This girl's name is Kandula, 23. I thought it said she was 26. In a crosswalk. Dave was driving 74 miles per hour on the way to an overdose call. And Otterer, a drug recognition expert, was assigned to evaluate whether Dave, that's the cop who was driving the car, was impaired. So they must have seen it and said, okay, we got to make sure that he was sober, whatever, right? Afterwards, Otterer left his body-worn camera on as he called Guild President, that's who he's talking to, Mike Solon, to report what had happened. In another recording released by the police department Monday, Otterer laughs and suggests that this girl's life, this woman's life, had limited value and the city should just write a check. So he's sitting in his car talking to the um, Guild President, Mm -hmm. 
and talk about this girl that got yes. hit. Uh, I think she went up on the hood, hit the windshield. Then when he hit the brakes, flew off the car. But she is dead. <laughs> no, it's a regular person. Yeah. Yeah, just write a check. Just, yeah. <laughs> $11,000. She was 26 anyway. She had limited value. Then he realizes, now I cut, I've cut oh. that together because there's times where you can't hear what the other guy's saying. So I cut some of those spots together that has been edited. But he realizes that, oops, my body cam's on and turns it off. I don't understand why cops are allowed to turn off their body cams. Yeah, right? I am not anti-cop. I know we have a lot of anti-cop listeners, but I'm not anti-cop. I like the body cam a lot. And I think good good cops probably... If you turn it off, you're fired. Right. I just think... But we can't. You know, we did that interview with that woman, and the the problem is there is no accountability. You can't fire people. They move people around. You can't sue people. You can't criminally charge these people. You know, it's so rare and almost so impossible because there are so many barriers put in place. And you listen... I mean, that guy said... Yeah, she's just a normal person. Write a check. Right. That's the attitude. Well, it didn't matter. We already knew it. $11,000. Right. We already knew it. But also, you, now you've said it out loud in a recording. Not only should he be in trouble, the guy he's talking to on the phone yes. needs to be yeah, looked at. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The yeah. guild president? Yeah. I mean, th- this guy's like the one of the, the leaders yeah, of the there union? there needs to be some heat on that. No. Yes. Th- this is bad. Right. And look, I, I just think the body cams are amazing, and it's too bad that we couldn't have them you know, years ago, but we have the technology now. And there's no reason to turn it off. Just don't turn the body cam off. I don't get it. Remember the Baltimore scandal where the guy was planting drugs and he turned his camera off and then he forgot sometimes. Oops, didn't turn my camera off while I was planting drugs. You shouldn't be allowed to turn your camera off. That's the whole point of it. The whole point is that you're being recorded. when When you're working, it's on. Yes. And I still believe that there are mostly... It may not even be enough most. We were talking about this earlier. It may only be 75%. I don't know what that number is. But I, I tend to believe that most cops are still good cops. Yeah, I believe that. Good people who, who have a really difficult job. That's right. a very high-stress job dealing of with course. a lot of assholes, right? On, a, right, on a regular basis. And it's also can be dangerous. And people say, oh, well, it's not even as dangerous as crab fishing or whatever. But the thing about being a cop is you don't know when that person's going to pull a gun. Every day could be the day. Right. And I know it depends on where you work, too. Things, but though, those good cops need to stand up more. They do need to stand they up. They need to be like, when this, something like this happens, cops everywhere need to be like, this is horrible. Yes. They should be in trouble. But That's they don't what do they it. need to do, but and they don't. My theory is because of the unions. I mean, I read her book. I think it really is right. that the union's saying, do not do that. Right. I just get this impression that that's what they're saying. We already had the impression that they're saying, behind closed doors, just write a check. Right. But now we've got him on tape saying it. Like, this guy needs to be gone. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. This guy sounds like a sociopath to me, right? Yeah, so imagine course. being the family and hearing that. The family of, of the victim. Like, this is so bad. And it seems so cut and dry. If you or I did something like that. you think this guy that, has any thought about arresting the wrong person? Right. Right. Come on. You're Give 23. me a break. Your life means nothing. It doesn't matter. Just go to prison. Like, or he's shoot. not. There's no conscience there. Or shoot someone, right? Right. Maybe they'll just write a check. What's right. that person worth? Ah, nothing. Right. I'll just say they pulled a gun. No, no, no. We, we, need, to, no, go. we need to fix this. And... I'm with you, Lazo. Good cops need to not only stand up, they need to be able to stand up without fear of losing their job, which is the exact opposite thing that should be happening. If Lazo and I walked into the studio and we thought the mics were off and music was playing, and this has happened to coworkers sure. over the years, but the mics they are started on. dropping F-bombs were fired, yep. period. Yep. And if we started laughing about someone who just died, someone in the news, and we were laughing like that, right. we would be fired immediately. Right. We're There's not no, cops. Right. We're not cops. They would just say, you're disgusting, and that right. went on the air, and people heard it. Right. You're out of here. That's it. I we, agree. Would, we would not keep our jobs. There's no talking it out. There's no suspension for a week. We would lose our jobs. And this is a police officer 
who we are supposed to hold to a much higher standard. Of course. Because they run around with guns and tell us what to do. Right. He needs to go. They need to be held to a higher standard. But that this doesn't even enter into that world for me. That's not a higher standard. It is absolutely When you hit someone not. and kill them and you start laughing about it, that's not a higher standard. No, it's a that's it's, like it's a the human worst standard. standard. Yes, a human standard is that you would feel some remorse towards a situation. Yes, I mean the way I get it. They should be fired, but my God, man, the way that he laughs. I'm just going to play the beginning of that again because the way that he laughs after he tells this guy that this girl was killed. Uh, I think she went up on the hood, hit the windshield, then when he hit the brakes, flew off the car. But she is dead. <laughs> no, it's man. a regular person. Yeah, yeah. Just write a check. Just yeah, <laughs> eleven thousand dollars. She was twenty six anyway. She had limited value. Limited that is a, value. That is a genuine laugh, yeah. right? He's he's getting a kick out of this, mm-hmm. and then what he says at the end is just icing on the cake. Write a check. She had limited value. Can you imagine her family hearing that. That's what we were saying earlier when you stepped out. Yeah, it's just it's 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 so obviously a fireable offense. And I think oh, the guy right. he's talking to. What's your excuse? Well, you got to go too. Because you, you, I, you go I can't too. hear what you're saying, fact, but it doesn't matter. You didn't stop. Him. You didn't stop him. Didn't you sound like you too. were telling him to stop. There was no argument from you. That's pretty right. clear. But he's the head of the union. You think he's going to go? It says the station said Otter reported himself to the accountability office after realizing his comments had been recorded because he realized their publicity could harm community trust in the Seattle Police Department. Mm, yeah. yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. In a written statement on its online blotter, the department said the video quote was identified in the routine course of business by a department employee who, concerned about the nature of the statements heard on that video, appropriately escalated their concerns through their chain of command, end quote. The office of Chief uh, Adrian Diaz referred the matter to the accountability office. It's not immediately clear if both Otter and the chief's office had reported the matter to the office or when Otter might have done so. So, you know, this is one of these things that I'd like to see a follow-up. Sure. I don't, you know, is this guy, what, he gets demoted or he goes to Tacoma? No. No, 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 this, no, no, that's no. got to stop. Right, that's got to stop. I agree. We had a whole and other cops about this. need to stand up. Yes, they need to stand up. You need to stand up and say this. This, this guy does not represent us. Yes, and if there are barriers in place right. that are keeping you from standing up, tell us. Then about change them. them. Tell us about them and, and get rid go, of those barriers. Go to the press. Absolutely. Right. I know it's it's got to feel good to have that union protecting everything you sure. do and paying you well for what you do, but. But it's not it's making. Fall by apart. the way, it's also not making your job easier. It is not. It's not. People, people don't, don't trust you. People, people don't, don't, trust don't like you, now. you. It's it's right, and it's because of guys like this. Yes. So the whole it needs to change. Right. Things need to change. Uh, these aren't really cops, I guess, but TSA agents. They're not considered cops, are they? They don't I mean they don't carry guns or mm-hmm. anything. But do you see these TSA agents in Miami that just kept stealing stuff? You know, no. they're going through the, the things are going down the carousel. You got to put your bag in there, your shoes, your computer, or whatever. And there's high def. Security footage of these guys just going through stuff, and they're pretty discreet, almost like magicians. Like, grab this, move it over here on the way back, grab it, put it in my pocket. They got caught. They've both been charged. TSA agents at Miami International Airport caught on camera allegedly stealing hundreds of dollars from passengers. Video appears to reveal Jose Gonzalez and Liberius Williams going through a black bag at a security checkpoint when Williams walks away. Gonzalez then appears to take something out of the bin and put it in his pocket. In another video, prosecutors say he's also seen removing something from a Louis Vuitton bag, setting it aside, and then grabbing it out of the bin before the luggage is screened. I mean, he's going through, and I get, that's your job, I guess, but like going through the purses, the Louis Vuitton bag, all that stuff, and just grabbing stuff out of there. I know this is probably controversial, Lazo, but let me ask you. 
with the system that we've got now in place with TSA taking your shoes off, all that stuff. Right. Would you rather have that or would you rather go back to how it was before 2001? But we still have the locked cabin doors, right? We right. learned our lesson there. And, you know, I don't know. They could do maybe some other things to make you feel a little bit safer. But you know that the risk of, I guess, hijacking something bad happened is going to increase. Right. But your experience well, at the airport. I, I don't think this hasn't proved to me that it works. That it's safer? Yeah. So, I they mean, say people they, could say, well, it hasn't happened. But it didn't happen before, so. They claim it works as security theater. And I'm like, that's not good when that's your defense. When you're openly stating, hey, you right. know what this and is. And I've heard people say, well, it hasn't theater. happened again. I'm like, yeah, but it didn't happen before. So, right. Uh, you well, know, that's, that really doesn't work. Well, there were a lot of hijackings when we were younger. But those don't happen anymore. They're like in the news, you know, some flight from where. I wouldn't say a lot. Yeah, I guess maybe it wasn't a lot. Those are big stories. It doesn't happen now, though, ever. Right. But I think also locking the cabin door is a huge thing that obviously we should have done sooner. It's just when we were kids, you could go in there and talk to the captain, and he'd show you around the cockpit, right? You could go in there while the plane was in the air. Come on in. I'll show you what's going on. Right. Yeah, I get that, and that was sweet, and it's too bad that we can't do that, but can't do that anymore. So then if you put an air marshal on a flight, well, that's what I think. Just, you're and good, we, right? And I don't see what. Just put them in uniform. That's fine. I know fine. we just they talked about to, yeah. cops being bad, but, you know, put, you, you know, uniformed, you know, I don't know what if it's Border Patrol or whatever, right? right? But put, you know, a couple of those in there and have them sit in the plane with you, and that's what they do. They ride. Yes, and I'll still go through security, but security could be more like FBI going into a, fo- a football game. I go through the metal detector. You know, make sure if you got some big metal thing. Yeah, and that's it's what it was all wandy. All that's all it was. People don't really remember that. That's it was all just we a did. Quick metal detector. You went through, and you were allowed to go meet your parents at yeah. the gate. And, yeah. You know, yeah, all that just stuff. Go back to that. Go back to that. And I and it really have you know an armed enforcer there. I'm totally right? fine with that. Totally fine with that. I just the whole everyone hates flying. No one says, "Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to this trip and I, I get to fly tomorrow." Nobody. Nobody. And the problem is, even if you love being in an airplane and you love what it feels like, once you get in your seat, that sucks too. Sucks. So the whole sucks. thing sucks now. Whole so thing just su- get, I don't do it anymore. There's something you, know you could fix. And I'm I know, not afraid dude. to do it. No, I know. Like I know some people are like, "No, it's not because I'm scared to fly. I, lo- I don't mind flying at all. Like I don't love it." I just, I don't, You're fine it doesn't bother me. I just go to sleep. Yes. Like, I don't even think about, like, right. I don't think about danger or anything. I right. don't. Right. It makes me tired. The engine sound makes me you tired. You always fall asleep. I fall asleep. It reminds me of sleeping next to the engine room in the Navy. Yeah. And I just lay down. I'm like, oh, perfect. Lazo's out before we I'm take I'm out. Off, usually. I love it. I can't stay up. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me at all. But now I'm like, it's just the whole thing, man, from the parking to the getting through security to... Getting, getting there an hour plane. before and all that stuff, yeah. Right, to people being Boarding. rude, to not being able to bring a bag. Or to, a bottle of water. Right, like every, all everybody's just stressed and angry. It's I'm sucks. like, I just don't want to go. I really like, it's, it's not worth it. It's not. And I went through a, a phase of being kind of a nervous flyer, but I never let it stop me from going to places I wanted to go. I never said I'm not going to fly there because I don't like right. flying. I still went. I'm, I flew quite a bit. I never fly anymore. And I mean, Brooke is like, you know, it's a two-day drive to get to South Florida. And every year, like, next year we'll fly maybe. And then when it comes up, we're like, let's just drive. I don't want to go to the airport. By the way, it's better because uh, you do, you make those plane arrangements three months out. Yep. And it sounds like a good idea until that day. Yep. And then it's just horrible. Yep. And, you know, there's benefits to the whole thing. Flying sucks. And I think they could make it better by just... 
getting rid of all the security theater stuff that we started after 9-11. Taking some rows of seats out. Yes, and taking some rows of seats out. Look, if we have those two things. If we have to subsidize these airlines, then do it, okay? Whatever. This is ridiculous. The Church of Laszlo. Did you guys see the video of the uh, DoorDash guy spitting in people's food? No, and I don't want to, and I don't even want to talk about it. I order so much DoorDash. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Look, I mean, here's the thing. We, 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 before DoorDash and Uber Eats, we, we went to restaurants. We ate out. We knew that there was a risk. We hear know, stories about people doing stuff. now you're putting it in someone else's hands. Exactly. Too many, you know, this is the problem. You, you had these people at whatever restaurant. I don't know how much they're getting paid. And you're hoping that just because they have to make so much food, they don't think to take the time to spit in yours, right? They're working there all day. If they yeah, spit in somebody's hands, probably they take pride in their job to some degree. Yeah, hope. Right? When I worked in restaurants, I never thought when I was bartending, let me go back and grab this wine and spit in it. I never saw anybody mess with food. Like when me I worked either. at Applebee's or Stevenson's, I never saw people mess I with food. I might have seen someone drop something exactly. and put it back up. Maybe. That, that but, made, I mean, that I was really rare. That. And most of the time, even then, not. Yeah. Because then the server would be like, oh, I got to throw this out, and the cook would get pissed. Like, yep. Jesus Christ, I just cooked that, you idiot. I, uh, I remember a, it. a New York strip getting put up on the line. They said, does anyone want this? It hit the floor. And they so always they had, like, we always had, like, a back-of-house manager back there. Yeah. I mean, it's just not, but with, you're right, adding like this. Like, the back house manager wouldn't let you do this, wouldn't, wouldn't say pick that up. Right. Was there, you know, there's a, usually older and supporting a family. Yeah, I don't know, fast food I feel like is different, and I never worked fast food, so I, I, I every time I, no I go idea. to. Well, I worked at the A&W, nobody did anything. Every time I go to the fast food restaurants that I go to around my house, the staff is different every time. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's a lot of pride there, because I think they work there for about a week, right. and then they leave. But, but I think the biggest risk here, Lazo, is the driver. And this is not a shot at, you know, people participating in the gig economy at all. I know Snowcone did it. Uh, I'm sure we've all thought about it, or a lot of us have thought about it. But there's something about putting that food in the driver's hands, whose driver has to pick all this stuff up. At the very least, I assume he probably eats some of my French fries. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing Snowcone did eat some of those French fries. Mm, like, I, I know Snowcone. And this is not a shot at Snowcone, but I know Snowcone when he did DoorDash, I'm thinking. I know he's going to eat some of those fries. He's not going to spit in bags. No. But I think he's probably going to eat a little bit of their food. Honestly, not really. Not really? I think my, I maybe did like once or twice. But did out you, of like the hundreds. Did of you times. ever get angry at anyone over a low tip? <laughs> angry enough that you wanted to mess with their not food? Not that I remember right no. now. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm sure I did at the time. But this guy, I think it was in my No, I, I would never mess with anyone's food, even with a bad tip. Or I, I would never mess with Won't be too food. late by then, right? Well, this guy got a $3 tip. No, he, he knew what his tip was. He got a $3 tip. And How do they get it beforehand? Because you can tip while you're when ordering you it. Check out. Yeah, you Most can't. of the time, oh, you just right. Tip you're right. Out. I do. Yeah. yeah so I they do. Know, so they know what their tip is. That's the bad part. Well, like, they don't have it. to take it, do they? What do you mean? You like, can be- what, like when I like I don't know how it works, but you've done the you know the driving thing. Like mm-hmm. if I put in an order and a ten percent tip, you don't have to take that. I don't right? know. I don't know how it works now. Okay. Because at the time, I would just, an order would pop up and I'd take it. Because when I order everything, I do it all at once, and then it says, you know, this person's taking your order and they're going to mm-hmm. go get it. So if they didn't like the tip, they don't have to take the. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, I, they I have assume to pick they up don't the order. see it when they accept it. Because well, I, then how would they know to spit in your food? They must see it. They yeah, must I mean, see they it. Must, yeah. because right. they know so they either take it there. or don't. Like, you don't have to spit in my food, just don't take the tip. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. I don't know when they get that. Because they, they got to go pick up the food, so once right. they get that request, they should have all the information right, there, I, I would think. think. Someone who's done it might be able to tell us. But this person knew that he got a $3 tip. The family is, like, talking to the news saying it was an appropriate tip. He drove half a mile. It was half a mile delivery. We think $3 is fair. So they're, you know, defending this $3. 
He was not happy about it. Spit in their food three times. What was the food delivery, spit and dash. A DoorDash delivery man, angry over the tip, appears to spit on the food delivery he's he's just left on a doorstep. Not once, not twice, but three times. The incident captured by ring camera. 13-year-old Elias Crisanto and his mother ordered the food to their Miami home, but say they were disgusted to see the video. They say the $3 tip they included for the half-mile trip was generous. This, again, of course, caught on doorbell cameras. Another reason I don't need doorbell cameras. I don't need to know that someone's spitting my food. You know, I can just live my life just fine not knowing that people are spitting in my food. And yeah. I'll just pretend like they're not. Right, you know of course. I mean? I mean, that's better that that's, you don't know. That's better. But I'm sure friend I'm... Aubrey and Warren says, I think she does it, and she says, you can see the tip. And you don't have to accept it, but you can only decline so many orders. Oh. I, I do remember that when I was doing Uber. If you kept declining orders, it would take you offline. Mm. Okay. That makes sense. But I'm sense. guessing even if, you, I mean, every once in a while you see a bad tip, just don't take it. Like, yeah. if, if that tip is so bad that it makes you want to spit in someone's food, don't take it. And take the next order, Did he, right? like, open the, like, how? Yeah. He's like, well, the bag's, like, the bag's sort of sitting there kind of open, and he pff, spits down into the bag, it looks like. I mean, three dollars. The family saying three dollars. It was half a mile, which I think is one of the funnier parts of the story. That they're like, "Hey, three dollars is enough. You drove half a mile." And this I mean, brings up this whole debate. Was, but whatever it was, it was I in mean, one it little bag. Matter regardless. It was in one little bag. I know that. But well, then yeah. The the point is, we've been talking about tipping. We've talked about tipping a million times. But there's tipping everywhere now. Right. What is appropriate? My two favorite uh, fast food restaurants are Taco Bell and Subway. I go to Subway all the time. When I go in there, a lot of times this guy knows me by now. When you go to pay, they've got that tip thing. So do you want to tip 10, 15, 20, 25%? What do you want to right. tip these guys? And they're standing there. And so I tip them. You know? yeah, I and I also that. think like, hostage. I, I have a feeling this company's telling you, you know, they're, they're advertising to you, hey, you'll make money on the tips. So you, know, you could make this much money on tips. And that's part of what they're hoping to get. Right. And it, I'm just like, why are we doing this? I hate that everything is tipped now. Why right. can't I just pay the DoorDash driver? <laughs> right, Why can't yeah. we just pay him? What does it cost? What's the delivery fee? Tell me what the delivery fee is no, you're right. and pay the guy. That's it. And But I know there are people in the service industry that get mad about that because like, don't come all the way to restaurants and say you don't want tips in restaurants because I talk to servers who say that's the only way to make money. If we switch to a well, you have to. we're going to pay you a salary, then it's going to be crappy money and there's no hope yeah. for having that $500 night or whatever it is. I'm like, right. yeah, I get it. But could we move to a place where we still tip Sit down restaurant servers and stop tipping everyone else yeah, no, like it used sure. to be ten years ago, fifteen years ago. I don't know when this started. God, Was this happening in the two thousands? It's, it's on everywhere. everything. We talked about the airport kiosks, right? Yeah, like, everything. It's, and you feel bad about it, so you you do it. Now I don't feel bad about when it says, "Would you also like to round up to donate to kids?" No, no, yeah, no. no. I wouldn't. I'll do that separately. You guys F are not a part right. of this. All right, kids. stay out of it. Well, F you for asking me. Seriously. You're going to give this big check at the end of the year and say, look what we did. You didn't do anything. Right. You, you just put something on your computer. We, all, put on we all know what it is now. We, right. we know it. what it is. Yeah, good. Get your, I'm sure you get some sort of tax thing. I don't tax know. Tax write-off. Yeah, whatever. Of get the hell do. out of here. No, I'm not rounding up. And there's no sick kid sitting there looking at me like, will you please round up? No. But when I go to Subway, the guy knows me, you know? Right. And he's like looking at me. I'm like, oh, 20%. You're like, damn it, man. You right. know? No, I'm with you. Why are we doing this? Just get rid of it. Pay the DoorDash drivers. Pay the Uber drivers. I guess that would be radical, though, because this is all gig economy stuff. So the whole point is that they make very little money from the company, right? And then yeah. they make their money on tips. I mean, look, you have to do – you order delivery all the time. Yeah, I don't. I'm fine with tipping that because I feel like you're, you know, you're working bringing it to me. I, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, the subway stuff, come on. It's like it's like tipping a bank teller. Like, what, what are we doing here? It's so like, unnecessary. I, I, yeah. Just like, stop. Just, Why yeah. do I pay you? 
let the company Run pay you. Subway this, pay you. We've got this whole thing right. backwards. That guy's making more money than I am. Right. I, I give you money. You figure out how much you have, and you figure out how much you can pay your employees and still right. be happy and get employees right. and keep them. That's how it works. I'm not supposed to come in there and they say, hey, this guy's worked hard today. What do you think he's right. worth? I don't know. You're supposed to know what he's worth and pay the kid. Right. It's the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? I guess we're about out of time, right? Yeah, we are. That's it. It's the end of the day. I did see. So now that it's officially over, week one of football is over. We're heading into week two. We've got the, uh, what do they call it? The power rankings, right? Oh, yeah. Did, did you, you see Deion Sanders power ranked his kids? No, he did. Yeah. <laughs> What are people saying about that? I don't know. People were just, I just saw it on there. It's one of his kids' birthdays, and he said, you're number one. Oh, his children. His children. Okay. His own children. He said, you're number one on the list today, and then he power ranked them. Favorite kid to least favorite kid. Okay, okay. One through five. There you go. You don't have to hide it anymore, I Mm -mm. guess. Uh, Did you look at the power rankings this week? I didn't. In the NFL, 49ers number one. Okay. I mean, they they did have a a good week. week. Eagles number two. Okay. Jags number three. Mm. Chiefs four. Okay. Cowboys, Ravens, Browns. I thought Cowboys could be higher. I thought the Lions would be higher since they beat the Chiefs. Uh, Cowboys, Ravens. Remind you guys that. Everyone knows it's a fluke. Cowboys, Ravens, Browns, Dolphins number eight, Packers nine, Lions ten. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I the, why the disrespect. Aren't, that's kind of high for them, actually. Why aren't the Lions up? They should be above the Packers. Come on. They did beat the Chiefs beat at Arrowhead. The Chiefs at Arrowhead. Like that's Took a knee. Why doesn't that... Isn't that worth something? They can say, well, Kelsey was out. Okay. And Chris Jones is out. Okay, but still, they beat yeah, him. We're missing our two best players. At home. Oh, the two best players. Patrick Mahomes. It's just <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay, two of our three the best guy, players. The guy who can win a game by himself. Okay, right. two of our three yeah. best players. Well, they lost. I mean, yeah, it was a fluke. Okay, well, anyway, look, they did rank him lower, so we don't have to worry about it too much. But as a buddy of mine, and as a, an American who likes to root for the underdog, sure. uh, I do hey, think it's ridiculous the Lions are at 10. Just him. Yeah. Keep the disrespect flowing. Well, they got Jets at 11, Bills at 12. The Jets are right nipping at your heels. They got a good there. defense there. And Bengals at 13. Where do they have the Dolphins? They had the Dolphins at 8. So I think the Dolphins are 2. Really? Yeah, Dolphins are They good. got the Dolphins below the Browns yeah, and no. the Ravens and the Cowboys. Like, I think hey, the Dolphins are 2. Cowboys had a good game. I think the Dolphins could be number 1. You think Tua's, you're a Tua guy? I think, yeah, I like Tua. But I think, you know, I know he's injury prone, but he's a better quarterback than Brock Purdy. Uh, yeah, they, I think they should be above the Browns and the Ravens and the Cowboys. And the Chiefs. Well, okay, you could, you could say that, whatever. That's your opinion. They won, the I Chiefs lost. The disrespect. I'm talking about the Dolphins. Yeah, I know. The uh, yeah. Dolphins won, the I'm Chiefs just, lost. I'm just saying, I'm putting them all the way up at like uh, number, be number five. Huh? Ahead of the Chiefs. No, just below the well, Chiefs. Well, how do you put an 0-1 team ahead of a 1-0 team? Because, well, because we're missing, our two we're of missing our three players, best players. Mm. and I think odds makers would still say, hey, you we know what, if they, the Super Bowl. if they face off, in Miami or Kansas City, the Dolphins and well, the Chiefs. Yeah, you don't think the odds makers would would give the Chiefs? I don't know. What the odds a makers give the Lions? Nothing. By the way, there yeah. you go. I just they gave them they gave them the pick 'em or whatever, yeah, right? They gave them two high of rankings, but they gave them. <laughs> okay, Snow Cone. The Chiefs lost the game. I know. So you have to take yeah, the loss on the chin. I know, but did we? But did yeah, we? You, yes, you did. I was there. I watched I, it happen. Like, I mean, they keep score. I know. I mean, for you when you grew up, they just everybody got a trophy, but they actually you didn't beat the full team. I watched score. it happen. I watched it, and I've seen the Chiefs without a full We're team beat other the, teams. Probably the greatest tight end of all time. Mm-hmm. Not playing. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, I'll tell you this: in that first game of the Chiefs, if you're just trying to learn something about the Chiefs, they didn't appear to have anyone to throw the ball to. So that mm-hmm. should be a concern for everyone. I'm just a passive fan. Mm-hmm. I don't know the sport. Well, I'm one of those Chiefs fans Lazo makes fun of, although I don't mm-hmm. get angry like those other people. Mm-hmm. Like this guy. Like Snow Cone. Mm-hmm. But it didn't look like he had anyone to throw the ball to. Now, it's one week, right? Sure. I'm not saying fire these guys. I'm just saying it's a little cause for concern, is it not? 
Good show, Kadarius Tony. Stay positive, kids. Ah, oh, poor guy. It's the Church of We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.